All right. Um, Flask, I think you finally have a jingle for us. Oh, yes. And uh, go ahead and play it. Is it like a, like a dog whistle jingle? I think I can hear it. In a sense. Frank, Penny? They're freaking out. They're <laughs> trying to kill <laughs> themselves. Trying to eat, trying to, trying to eat <laughs> their dancing. face. All right, that was, that was pretty good, Flask. Um, welcome, welcome to the Broken Campfire. Yeah, thanks. Welcome to the Broken Campfire podcast, where we're... Uh, this is our second podcast, mid-quarantine. It's March 24th. In the last week, a bunch of different states have uh, shut down, more or less, which, you know, sounds a lot more drastic than it actually is, it seems. Um, including my state, Indiana, and... New York, California, and Illinois, and Michigan, maybe? Are they getting yeah. close? We uh, are in a uh, shelter-in-place thing right now. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, and we're going to see what everybody's been playing in their quarantine time, and talk a little bit about the news, and then we're going to play a game of Veto Brain, where John is going to defend his title as the Veto Brain. Wow. Not a problem. I've already won. Well, regardless of when you win this, you're still the king of Keeley. You My got brain that has gotten stronger. At least December. That's true. They can't take that from me. Uh, on that note, Vito, uh, you have until the end of the break to answer one of those questions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one that you've been having difficulty answering all day. Oh, yes, that one. Oh, shit. I thought shit. you would have trouble. You actually never answered that. I didn't? No, well, I know the answer. I got it. We're good. All right, yeah. Okay. Hail Satan. I've been doing brain ups all day since. Uh, Wait, are the I don't understand. Are they, so are these like mental teasers or are these questions just like the they're other? Hybrid, they're hybrid. It's like it's like the last time. It's it's like the last time. I'll just these ones are definitely more like brain teaser <laughs> style. If you right had now. three there's, apples and you gave away two, how many would you have, there's, Vito? There's only there's one brain teaser and Vito just like overthought it way too much. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, we also have Eric and, uh, Greg. Hello. And, uh, I think I introduced everybody. Uh, so, last week, Vito, you, you talked quite a bit about how your restaurant was changing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if that's a bit or not. <laughs> it wasn't, actually. Uh, you talked a little. <laughs> you talked about how your restaurant was changing into trying to do carryout drinks, and uh, your bar was closed down. But I think like literally a day after that podcast recorded, uh, yeah. everything shut down for you. Yeah. So, so how's, how's that been going? Well, restaurants and bars are still allowed to be open for takeout only, and uh, that includes booze, which previously was not allowed, but uh, the governor is allowing it for the time being. So we were doing that. But um, between uh, the not-so-impressive sales and the fact that all three of us started to feel sick, uh, we, we, oh, wow. we decided to close down. I think we're all okay. I, I, I've been like, I've had a cough and 
a little bit of like trouble breathing or shortness of breath for like the last week and a half, but so you've had the the main two symptoms of the coronavirus for the last I, week. I and guess half. so, but I haven't, I haven't had a fever. I haven't had well, a sore I, throat. I, I was gonna say the fever is I hear the the main thing actually. I'm still working out. Like other, you know, it's not like debilitating. Like, are, are you, know. you not supposed to be doing that when you're sick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at least he's not going out and getting food, right? No, no, I'm not. I'm not like interacting with people or anything like that. So I'm being smart about right. it. But I, what right. I'm saying is that's not. I'm not like deathly ill. I was. I was just a little worried about it. And then the other guy I was working with, he got all the symptoms straight up, but he recovered in like three days. So either he was just sick for other reasons, or I don't know, or maybe he got the Rona and he, and he beat it. Because we're we're young, yeah. strong people. I don't know. Well, you know, I think that, I think there's. F- this sounds like the most generic thing to say, but I, I definitely get the feeling that after this, we're going to see that we overreacted in some ways and underreacted in a lot of others, you know? I hope we'll so, because um, I feel like more of us are underreacting Yeah. in the moment, just based on, like, you know, the uh, the evidence of when things are truly going to peak and how bad it's really going to get. I feel like a lot of people are brushing it off, but... Hey man, uh, Indiana is closed down for all non-essential whatever, and but Starbucks is still open. And I know That's that essential. You know you need to call Starbucks the closed. I, well, uh, well, my Starbucks, well, my Starbucks today was open. I know that because I got a coffee. Today. I think they might have closed in New York, or they're talking about it. I think they're talking about it. Probably the one, by me, the one by me still Star- open. Companies like Starbucks can definitely handle like a month or two of of. of little to no business you know like they can hit they can probably like realistically handle a lot longer than that what you're saying is you should have gone into a mom and pop coffee place but you decided to kill them yeah right cough all over them and shit a sneeze and cough well i meant they just need they need your money you know they need it now uh well anyway Vito, I think you've so, just been working out your uh, your brain so hard that your body has suffered in, re- in return. That's no, he hasn't. I've been hanging out with Vito. I was preparing for these these brain teasers. I'm not going to let you guys yeah. win this time. Last time, I got a little it's cocky. Not about, what are you, you're not trying to trick us. You're just telling us what your, your actual... Now, see, now I'm questioning the integrity of this Vito no, brain. No, he's just trying to trick us. It's, there's Everything's no, a competition, oh, oh, John. I don't want to comment on I don't want to comment too much on it. I'll just say that like his answers were not duplicitous to me. He had solid reasons. No, there's, right. no, there's, there's no trust. There's no trickery here. All right, we'll see. I'll I'll explain the the difficult one. When I, lo- I look at Vito comes. and I, I see like cellophane paper. You know, it's just it's it's clear. I just see right through it, and I I can read them like a book. I see like the static like from a the TV. Book. Like clear, when you, you ever had a clear book before? All the letters are clear too. <laughs> I'm about to tie your brain into knots, John. You just oh wait. Oh my god, no. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Alright, uh You're not gonna know your amygdala from your amygdala. So Vito, how <laughs> I already don't. How, how Vito, how have you been doing with having a super active life and all of a sudden being quarantined? Um I mean fucked up and kind of enjoying it just a little bit just a little bit i don't get to play games i never get to play games don't really get to hang out with you guys too much so i kind of been enjoying just staying home playing some games i get out i do a walk i, I go to the gym 
uh, to break up the day a bit. But I got so many projects. You guys know me. I'm a little bit of a, a renaissance man, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, I got a bunch of projects. You will be the only on. one who says that. So you guys you say that say a lot. So. What's you uh, what's your you current project? Renaissance man. Um, well, I got two Etsy shops. I have. Um, I don't know, just a bunch of, I got a big, I literally have a big to-do list in front of me that, you know, mm -hmm. shit that, um. This man sold, man sold one shirt and now he's a renaissance man. Ah, uh, we forget the <laughs> prince, the prince. Oh, right, I forgot the I prince. got your bag. Photographer extraordinary. Hey, anyone needs a Thank wedding you, done, any of our viewers, you email Vito to do it for 50% off. No, I don't right, think what tell, tell the viewers. <laughs> right, well, Vito almost tell the viewers his home address. I'm not dealing with rides. Dude, Vito almost my uh, home address, wedding. phone number. I almost yeah, had you yeah. do my brother's wedding. Dude, I could do the divorce if you want. Yeah, dude, I was about to say. Let me know if they want divorce photos. Oh, oh my man. god. That would um, be so tritty today, I feel like. They're just practicing like the social reason. distancing. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah, been not... practicing that before the shit started, <laughs> I guess. But get on that. Get on them. Um, so, uh, prepared. Other than yeah. that, Vito. Uh, it's not killing me. That's it's, not, it's not killing me, but I, I, I am worried about getting sick and my family getting sick. So it is serious, and I also have no job. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the thing. Of course, we have uh, Eric. Back. Eric, the last time you spoke with us on the podcast, at least you were telecommuting from Sweden, uh, and you had a whole plan. You were going to go to this country, then that country, and do a bunch of research on stuff and chemistry. Bugs, and, I think. Bugs. Kiss bugs, kissing bugs, or something. Um, how's that gone now that the world ended a global pandemic in the middle of your plans? Well, uh, I'll tell you right away. I did none of it. <laughs> well, you, well, you went to Sweden. That's well, I went. Oh, yeah, right? I was in. I was in Sweden, and I did research, but I had planned on attending, like a scientific conference in South Africa and then doing a big vacation right. for about a week and a half afterwards there followed by like a week in in Europe and uh yeah that got totally removed <laughs> but Bummer. um yeah I ended up flying back to the states on uh last Wednesday I suppose it was about a week ago and uh <laughs> that was kind of interesting First of all, the international airports are, like, starting to die down. They're pretty quiet. And secondly, the the amount of, like, caution or, or precaution that people are taking against uh, the coronavirus is very it's, – it's variable. Like, um, for example, I saw everything in between just nobody having any kind of – protection or whatever like it, it just seems like an average flight to them all the way up to there was a person in the row in front of me that had a full respirator chemical splash goggles and then like a full like painter's tyvek suit including plastic booties <laughs> like and they like came onto the plane Jesus. with like a ziploc bag full of like disinfecting wipes and wiped down like wow. the seat and the wall and the window next to them and everything i imagine they were like they, they must have been immunocompromised or something but so, right, maybe yeah i also saw one person uh wear the uh wear a medical mask incorrectly like they had it like instead of um 
kind of hooking around the ears where the the rectangle is kind of like um, flat long ways horizontally. They had it the opposite way. <laughs> so it like covered those dumbasses. Like part of their mouth. <laughs> it oh, was they weird. should get the coronavirus. Yeah, you should have called <laughs> right? them out on that. You should have spit on them. Yeah. <laughs> what were you wearing? Yeah, you know, I just I just did the standard procedure of just not touching my face, washing my hands, and when I when as soon as I got home I like <laughs> took a shower. It just felt like like going through four international airports. It's just I don't know. I feel dirty. Makes you worried. Like doing any normal flight, I just feel disgusting after it. I don't yeah. Know why. <laughs> Flying is not a pleasant experience. I mean, it's thirty hours of travel, staying awake without a shower. It makes sense oh. that. But yeah, made it back. Um, I, I know uh, a couple weeks ago when the U.S. first kind like half closed flights, um, there was some problems with people entering. Uh, long lines and stuff, but I entered through Chicago and there was not uh, a crazy line. However, um, it was pretty interesting to see uh, what was being done. First of all, uh, as soon as I get off the plane, they they gave me a form to fill out, CDC about like where I've been and if I'm feeling sick. Um, there, there's border control immediately off the plane, making sure that the only people entering are U.S. citizens. Um, and then when you actually get through immigration, they'd immediately funnel you to, it seemed like Chicago uh, Fire Department and um, some paramedics were, were doing all of the screenings where they would take your temperature and, again, ask you all the questions on the questionnaire that you filled out before sending you off. And they also gave me a huge packet about what I should be doing and that I'm supposed to quarantine myself for two weeks. So I'm about a week into that now, sitting at home, doing nothing other than uh, some paperwork. Um, are, you, are you like going out for the groceries or whatever? Or how, how are you handling that? Yeah, so uh, I'm lucky enough to, to be staying with uh, my girlfriend, so she's been doing the grocery shopping for the most part, mm. uh, and I've just mostly stayed inside. We got out and did some some cross country skiing, you know, kind of things where I don't feel like I could possibly spread anything that I have to anyone else. Right. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, it's pretty much just been sitting at home. Cool. Cool. So All right, well, was the greatest conductor of Corona. Good time for Animal Crossing to come out. Um, does anybody else have anything to <laughs> say about the coronavirus and how things have been going? Otherwise, uh, we'll move on. Uh, I guess from my point of view, since I'm uh, practically what I could say is the front line. You're a hero. Yes, you're a hero. Um, it started Stocks have been to, low, I hear. It is, uh, yeah, it's been dying down pretty much. Uh, I think mainly because people realized we're not getting anything in. And it's not going to happen anytime soon. So people just stop showing up. But also... Fuck, why aren't you getting anything in? They're not... Because people just... People went crazy at the start of this and bought everything. And now, like, we can't just keep up with what people wanted. So now, just, like, everything's empty. 
there are supply what? issues. Yes. The, the, the some... toilet paper supply train is, is not. Yeah, not so. even that. It's stuff like what? I mean, <laughs> maybe, like... maybe. I mean, last time I went to the store, like I went to the store on Saturday and Sunday. I just got, went to the store again today. I couldn't find any hamburger meat. I couldn't find any chicken anywhere. We had a bunch of that right, today, well, which was very surprised. I was very surprised. Yeah, I had the opposite it. problem. All the chicken, all the turkey, gone. There was so much beef, dude. It was pissing me off. I like ground beef for my tacos, and I couldn't find but, any. But was it just steak, or was it like actually ground beef and shit too? Ground beef. Oh, ground beef. I ended up getting some lean, some lean beef. Can't that's all I can find right now. And cut down all I can find is steak. But um, also, like Eric has, I've seen some of the most wild shit from people like preparing themselves to like bare minimum. Like, I saw a guy today come in with just shorts and a tank top, and I was like, dude, it's like, it snowed. It's It literally snowed here this mor- uh, last night, and this guy's coming in with that. I've had people come in, like, with just full masks. Like, I've had a guy who, it literally looked like a full body suit. Like, uh, like it looked like um, the suit from Breaking Bad, basically. Yeah. I was like, dude, like, easy. My uh, job's enforcing, like, a six-foot rule now, where basically I have to keep a bunch of signs oh, right. up. The it's, social distancing. Yeah, it's it's wild. And I'm like, basically, if, if someone comes, if someone wants to grab something, I have to get six feet away from them. And I'm like, dude, this makes my job fucking incredibly difficult. It's a perfect time to steal. What are they going to do? Yeah, I, I have to stay six feet away from you, so you might as well just go to my job and steal. I like a chaperone at a high school dance. Yeah, not on my yeah. high school dances. My shit, that shit was wild, man. All right, all right. Well, I don't even want to talk about that. It was also a Catholic school veto, so uh, can't get it. Catholic school Mine veto? was too. Yeah, uh, well, high school I did. Junior high school I didn't, and that shit was fucking. I could I could tell you guys stories. It was the days. opposite, dude. Shit I went to a, a Catholic zoo. school for all my grade school, and then in high school I went to a public school. And I just want to take this moment to say, "Hail Satan." Dude, me too, man. Hail Satan. Hail this Satan. episode's sponsored by Satan. Yeah. Hail Satan. A good timestamp for this podcast. Sister Babushka would not yeah. be happy about that. Sister um, Virginus. Sister yeah, but yeah, that's it. It's just it was chaos. It's dying down. So All maybe right. maybe I'm I'm free almost. All right. Say, well. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh shit! Ominous. Actually, hold on. One more thing. Uh, I'm actually getting hazard pay also now. Which is pretty nice. great. Oh, that's cool. What, two dollars extra an hour? Uh yeah. So basically, if you are not full time, you get a dollar. And since I'm a full time worker, I get fucking two extra bucks, dude. And I nice. pretty fucking great. That scales pretty nicely, it's overtime too. Yep. Although they don't right. want to do overtime anymore, which is hysterical, I think. That's it. All right, anybody else got anything to share about the corona and the COVID? How's my uh, connection right now while I'm talking? I got something to add. Uh, I just got to add everything. Okay. Um, a good time stamp, I think, for this podcast or uh, puts this con- uh, podcast into context is today, Governor Cuomo of New York City uh, during his morning, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, he does a, a thing every morning on the news. And uh, his, his speech address. This morning. Yeah, his morning address. Thank you. Uh, he said that things are a lot worse than he thought they were, and that two to three weeks from today, uh, 
we're about to get hit really, really bad and hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. And then Man, he, that sounds pretty good. Uh, he, he looks dead at the right. camera. He slowly raised his hand up and he pointed his finger at the screen. He said, Vito, why? So why? Vito? Damn millennials. His eyes started gathering. bleeding. And he said, Vito, no. Then Vito woke up. I, yeah, I can't even imagine. Not really. Ran that does sound like a nightmare. With this, with this belt, he said, if there's any millennials gathering, I swear to God. Well, we'll just have to see uh, how the next couple weeks go. Thank thankfully, um, we here at the Broken po Campfire Podcasting Headquarters are uh, essential employees, so we uh, yeah. are still keep going to be bringing you a podcast every week or two. Especially all yeah, six actually, of us were in a five by five room. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We're basically like in like a human centipede. We're sharing one mic. Yeah. I actually don't have a corporeal body. I'm I'm a brain in a tank. I just oh. run this thing from. That's a, gotta be good though. I don't think you can get sick if you're a brain in a tank. Brain can't no, get I'm sick. completely I know isolated. That. That's a fact. Well, I mean, brain, we could just change like we could just change like the stuff in the tank, right? Like pour some antifreeze in there. His brain's probably not gonna like that. You That's can't true. get into my tank. You a little salt. It's like a, you know. Yeah, let's just put stuff out. in there to see what happens. Put some mustard in there. That. See what see what goes on. Hey, Shook you guys are scientists. Hey, all my scientists here. What happens if you put mustard on an open brain? Do they just die instantly? They just does your brain just explode? <laughs> uh, I don't think science can God. answer that. If you question. don't know, if you don't know the answer, <laughs> that I'm, question, I'm, I'm shivering. I'm, sh right now. I'm shivering as I think about it. That sounds so awful. Oh my God. <laughs> Ugh. Remember that dude in the uh, terror started poking that one dude's brain? You should tear yeah, poking the brain is one if thing. You don't you know, know the answer to that. But mustard on the brain. Oh man, I, I hate mustard. What about buffalo what's, sauce? Let's uh, let's find a homeless it. person after the podcast and let's uh, see what we can do about that. But in the meantime, Peter, you know, you're out of a job, right? We'll talk about uh, the perfect we'll candidate. Talk, talk about video games and Vito. Oh, all right. While you're out of a job, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Gaming, uh, TV, whatever. I've been playing Call of Duty Warzone because it's. You awesome. got any W's yet? No, I haven't got any W's yet. Um, I haven't played that. Next much, person. Been, uh, <laughs> 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 All right, but you came close to some dubs, right? You got second place. I came close to some dubs. No, I didn't get second place. Oh, oh, uh, uh, all right. Yeah, but like I got the closest I got was fourth place with Kurt. Well. That's almost the podium. Wow, I got tell uh, you what, second dude. place with Andy and it's like, what, it's like uh Yeah. I got first place with Flask and Eric. Not this what, Eric and other What would a fourth place stuff. medal be? I can't imagine the feeling. Uh Frank. It was really, really great. Would it be like uh But we played like I mean on on the real though, me Flask and Eric specifically have played seriously hundreds of hours of Battle, battle Royals together, mostly PUBG, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I don't like Battle Royals. But like we said last podcast, I really like this one because it's familiar. It's easy to pick up and play. I love the Gulag feature. It's so cool. Um, yeah, I've been playing that with uh, you guys. And then uh, we've been playing some Siege. Been ba back in the Siege. It's been fun. Yeah, dude. Uh, um, what do you think of the new operators? I, I kind of, or I don't really, or I kind of like the, uh, what's her name? The the chick. Alana? Something yeah. like that? I do not yeah, have uh, Shrek yet, the the guy, but I 
just from seeing I have Lana. I like her a lot. I think she, I think she's better than any operator that came out last year. I didn't I didn't get the season pass last year, and I did not regret it. I was like these guys are kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like both of these new operators a lot. I and like uh, grinding like to get the new guy. I think Shrek is a lot of fun to play when uh when I'm not killed instantly. Mm, okay. I don't know how good he is, but I mean, busting through a fucking wall is always fun. Especially, can you, I mean, what, what's his thing? Like, what makes him different from, like, Sledge? I don't think I've seen him. All right, so just check it out. So he has, like, a charge ability, and he can do it to make, like, a full human-sized, like, shape in the wall. It does take 10 health away. But uh-huh. he can also charge into, like, enemy operators and knock them down. Oh, my pretty, God. Pretty fun. And then his last thing is, uh, and he's a defender. Does he have, like, a shield or something? Or, no, or no shield. He's just a wild man that just runs through stuff. But his last thing is, he can jump through hatches. That's so he's, oh, he's, I saw Greg doing that. I yeah, think. he's pretty much yeah. a, he's like a super roamer, but for the defenders. That's crazy. Mm. That's awesome. He's the juggernaut. He's pretty much juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah. These uh, the new operators are so ridiculous. Like they are getting said silly, but I, I like GI Joe, man. Yeah. I was I was a little downtrodden. I was, the last years were like, uh, and I was kind of like, are they stale? Are they done? These two are pretty good. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll buy them. I don't have enough points. I don't play the game enough to get points. Yeah, twenty five thousand for like the new ones. It's pretty rough. Good. Yeah, I only had enough for one. I've always been like that though for the, like the brand new ones. It's always been twenty five k. Yeah. I always say offer tiers now or like the older one, the older ones that are are DRC are still like some are ten k, some are fifteen k. Last year for 20k. 20k now. Then it just goes yeah. down by 5k every year. Right. Um, yeah, well, been what else are you Playing that. Still chugging through Disco Elysium. Only playing like every now and then. Uh, not really playing it super often, but I, I enjoy the hell out of it every time Rito. I do play. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you, Have you gotten the body down yet? I'm not going to answer that. I'm, I refuse to answer that. Why would you refuse to answer that? It's a simple question about the, pro- the progression of your it's game. It's a body. It's not going anywhere. It's go- I'm going to get it down. <laughs> That's really all the answer I need. It is a dead body. I'm looking for the best way to get it down. I'm not just going to shoot it like Andy did. I think Andy just shot it. Like a- That's a little reckless. You know, there's kids, I shot there's kids around. Well, Kumo? Fuck, that's no child. That's <laughs> not as you're right. That is no child. If Lieutenant Cam wasn't there, I would have shot him. A demon. <laughs> demon child. Um, but yeah, did you that, did you punch it. the kid? Like you're throwing shade. And you, literally <laughs> you, know, you need to I punch did. the kid. I didn't punch the kid, and it was a mistake, dude. He doesn't respect really? you after that. Yeah. Oh he wow. Like minus two points. Like it's good to be good for respect. him in the long run. Trust me. He's gonna thank me in the future for punching uh, him. Definitely keep playing it. I really, I think you're gonna like. I think well, I don't think Andy's beating it either. I think both of you are really gonna I'm like not. the ending. I probably really, will. I'm, I need to get back to that game. I'm loving. Flash uh, is beating it, right? Yeah, yeah, Flask is being it. Yeah, Kyle's being it as well, I think. Yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched Kyle beat it. it was... One of my favorite moments, <clears throat> spoiler-free moments, was uh, the dream sequence I had recently. Do you guys have oh, it? I, I think you have that every night. Oh, okay. Well, this is oh, my yeah, first yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I only yeah. My first dream yeah. sequence. You, you uh, have it at the very start of the game when you first wake up, and then I, I think it happens every night. But, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very cool. I just thought like it was a really it beautiful, thoughtful little moment. Um, it was very, very special. Yeah, it was you, know, you don't see in video games. Like 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I It's been long enough since I picked that game up. I, I basically need to restart at this point, but I was like midway through day two, I think. So you're just a little bit behind where I got where, uh, on my game, I think. Yeah. Uh, right now, my experience is that this is like, I, I know you said on the last podcast that there's like hope. And for me right now, it's just like a really darkly beautiful game. And right. uh, there's definitely Very a, lot depressing. Of, a lot more sadness. Yeah. But right. I'm going to keep playing. Uh, and then other than that game, what I've really been enjoying lately that I've thought about um, recently is how easy it is these days with the help of Discord for our friends to just stream whatever they're playing and for us all to oh, just watch man, it. Oh, it's so nice. It's been so like, great. Every, night, every day there's somebody streaming something. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, you know, I'll just watch somebody play. You know, I'll watch John or Kurt play Half-Life Alex or... Uh, you know, uh, someone play, uh, what is it, Enter the Gungeon, Exit the Gungeon, whatever the hell, or uh, Laser was playing something the other day. It's just so easy, and it's it's very entertaining. It's something we could do together that I didn't think yeah. that I would enjoy. Um, it's crazy, because- too, that, like, it's the first streaming thing that I've seen that just very easily is lost, like, almost no lag. Like, there's, there's like, pretty much zero latency when you're watching someone's Discord stream. Just crazy, like every other streaming solution I see, like you see at least like three to four second lag. Gonna be yeah, that was my big bummer with Steam is that you know it, it was literally like five to seven seconds, you know. And when you're playing something, you know, especially we you know we stream a lot of like scary games, you know. It's like you'll hear the person scream, and you're like, all right, gotta wait a few seconds Here for something comes. to pop out. Yeah. Yeah. But it, right. yeah, Discord's pretty pretty darn quick. That was uh, one of my favorite things when I was streaming uh, those like stupid little games. Yeah, and I was streaming, uh, what was it, Yukiona, and like right as I saw the things that started going off, you would just hear Beto scream before, <laughs> me, before even I was able to scream. Yeah. Yeah, I never like, uh, I know streaming was has been a thing for a long time on like Twitch, but I, I don't know. I was never, I, I, I care because it's my friends, you know, I don't follow, you know, famous gamers or streamers. I don't give a fuck, right. dude, but it's my friends playing. And uh, it's just so easy to stream. You just click one button, you know, and, and we're right sure. in the Discord. Discord's such a great app. Uh, I look forward to any new features that uh, they drop. And also, you know, if they feel like sponsoring us, I'd be okay with it. Um, you know, I'll give them a little shout out here and we can talk All about right, it later. All right, next person. On the real Discord's though. in 2020. Uh, let's, let's, go with, uh, let's go with Eric. You, okay. you, uh, you've been playing Animal Crossing, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I bet Greg and I could probably both talk about it, but uh, as as we all know, Animal Crossing is is a game uh, where you go around kissing bugs. Right. Um, and and I think uh, the, this newest one is is probably the uh, the most realistic. Really, oh, you, uh, the... you can see every every inch of that mandible. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The spittle on the bug lips. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, a- Animal Crossing, yeah, definitely it's 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 the the best one. Looks awesome. It's relaxing. It's everything I want in an Animal Crossing game. Uh, it does still have, like, I feel like every Nintendo game has Nintendo problems, and when I say that, I mean. The online and like the way that you play with other people is there's just some things that are fundamentally awful. broken about it. Yeah, <laughs> awful. 
so for example um i've been sharing a town with katie and because i was the first person to play i'm like the leader of the town so she can't actually do anything that like progresses the town at all she's like limited to those options and then also if you try and do the the local multiplayer Basically, one person is the leader, and they can do everything they normally can. And then one person basically gets none of that. They have whatever tools um, they already have on their character, but when they pick up stuff, it just goes into like lost and found, and not their own inventory. And they don't get any like progression on um, anything when they're not the leader. So like little stuff like that is just it's it's dumb. <laughs> What I've heard is that that's the way it has been, but this is the first time it's actually like being seen as a problem because it's on the Switch, which is more of a uh, like a multiplayer type device. It's actually like a console, so you're gonna have multiple mm -hmm. users on it, right? The yeah, I mean, in, in, the, in the past, everything was a handle. Online, what? I said the online is also not that great as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, it's still like. Again, it feels like Nintendo is always super behind. Like you have to like, it's not like you can just walk into somebody's town or just choose to go to somebody's town whenever you want. You have to like show up to the airport, like sit there for like thirty seconds confirming that that's what you want to do, and then <laughs> go through Corona screening, dude. Yeah, so go no, through Corona screening. So me and my friends have been playing this shit. Like my other friends have been playing this like nonstop. And to visit each other's islands, you go to this fucking bird dodo orville he talked to him he's like all right you want to go to an island all right we'll go to this island and you wait the game saves and then it transfers you over to like what do they call them what do they call them on the airports where it's like this is your flight this is the number it's coming on this is when it's coming in yes yeah, terminal number yeah it basically shows your terminal number like <coughs> excuse me like if you're already on the island with someone if other people are joining it says hey uh, a visitor's coming, and then it blacks mm -hmm. your screen out, puts up the thing, and it's like, hey, this person's coming from this island, and then you sh have to watch them descend. Like, you watch their plane descend and land, and then they get yeah. off, and you're like, uh, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, if you're talking to someone, you can, uh, you need, it's like, you need to stop talking. Someone's coming to your island. You need to stop what you're doing now. But it's just, it's fucking wild, dude. And you have to do that when they're leaving also. And you, uh, if you're, like, the main host, uh, you can't, like, talk to your villagers or, like, build shit while they're, at, while sounds, they're there. That sounds so weird. It's crazy to me that Nintendo still does not get the hang of multiplayer and online functionality. It feels like something that would be so important to them. Like, their whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You would think that, but they've always been super behind. It's so like weird. their thing. I expect it. <laughs> Alright, what else have you been playing, Eric? I mean, that's that's mostly been it, uh, video game-wise. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of the Master Chief collection, though. Uh, started playing the, the first Halo campaign again. I saw when we were going around to that. Does it hold up? Uh, yeah, it does. And it still has that, that feature from the... Um, Halo re-release that was on like the 360 way back when, where it's like a single button press and you can switch between the new and the old graphics. Oh, that's neat. I always got a kick out of that. 
it's kind of cool to see what they change. Cool trick, yeah. On the fly, yeah. And then uh, other than that, you know, just just chill. hanging around. I uh, <laughs> because I've I've run out of things to kind of do. I I started to make my own bread. Oh, so, man, uh, nice. I can bread, I can send boy. pictures of bread on the, <laughs> the Discord later. That's such oh, a Wisconsin God. thing to do. I'm interested That's in such, your bread. Such a Wisconsin thing to do. What kind of bread? Yeah, it's, it's uh, sourdough. So I have nice, I have dude. a sourdough starter that I've been keeping alive. I, speaking of the grocery stores, though, none of them have flour. So nope, that's a hot commodity, <laughs> dude. Because apparently everyone makes bread now. Of course, man. <laughs> You gotta make it. You gotta start making your own bread to survive in the out and the corona apocalypse. Leave I'll off some, some of the your, mother uh, dough. All right, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll buy some sourdough off you. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I'll, how, uh, I'll ship it to you. Let's know how things are going over there in the the, the West Midwest, I guess. Um, Flask, aka the Badlands. Yes. I don't know. I just Flask. call it the West. Other than uh, enduring. Um, awkward virtual classrooms and whatnot. What have you been up to? Oh, um. Oh, by the way, uh, so for Animal Crossing, I saw some gameplay footage, and um, I noticed two things that I actually kind of I, I do like. First of all, it's only one screen on like the DS things, so it feels more like immersive, like the original GameCube version. And mm-hmm. also, there's I didn't re- know there was a setting for like a top-down thing, which eliminates the rolling log uh, kind of movement. Which oh. I don't know which you guys use, but I didn't know that even existed in this one. That's pretty cool. More like the original, except there's no quadrants. You just move continuously. Yeah, I, I understand what you're talking about now. Yeah, I like, uh, I kind of use them both, I'll be honest. Okay. I just I I I've complained about the rolling log thing before, so it's nice to know that in this one it's more it harkens back a little bit. You you can choose to harken back a little bit. I was gonna say I think when we talked about it, that was like you were like I fucking hate the rolling log thing. I don't know why. It just it always bothered me. I couldn't get into it as much. I don't know. I did. I'll be honest. I didn't even notice it until like you talked about it, and I was like, huh, he was, he's right. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Anyway, I haven't been playing Animal Crossing because I don't own a Switch, but I've uh, been playing some... Uh, well, me and Greg finished uh, the main campaign of Re- Revelations 2. That was fun. Nice. Um, Look for that on the YouTube episodes. soon. Yeah, we'll be going up on the YouTube. Uh, I'm playing some Warzone with the guys, with you guys. It's been fun as well. Um, we have actually tasted victory, Andy and I. So, Whatever. Um, it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, worry, other than that, I'll get there someday. <laughs> I, I just don't care, you know. Games. Oh yeah, okay. That's I believe the spirit. Um, I haven't been playing too many games. Um, let's see. I watched an anime miniseries. Go on. Oh god. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched the miniseries Gunbuster. I'll be back in five minutes. Let me know if something. Else. Gunbuster from 1988. Yeah. Oh. Um. So. It's basically um, girls in mechs in space fighting aliens as directed by Hideaki Anno. Magic. <laughs> um, it was this miniseries that kind of put Studio Gainax on the map. Um, and you can see how it like directly inspired 
subsequent shows like Evangelion and uh, Gurren Lagann. All right, I'm back. Um, <laughs> still doing it. It, 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 it doesn't... <laughs> I'll be honest, it doesn't actually have a lot going for it that's like unique to it these days, uh, apart from just some, some nice 80s animation and some, you know, some drama in the use of time dilation, which is kind of nice to see, um, but it's kind of uneven even there. Uh, otherwise, it kind of fell short of my expectations based on the hype that I was always hearing about it. But it was not offensive in any way. It wasn't bad in any way. It just, um, I've always heard such good things. But I feel like other shows by this point do what it does better, including even earlier shows right. like the original Gundam. Uh, Greg, have you seen uh, Gunbuster? I have. Okay. Do, like is Diebuster few... good? Uh, I like Diebuster probably more than I like Gunbuster. Oh, okay. I get to watch that then. Oh, that's the sequel that they made for the. I was gonna say, yeah, mainly I like the uh, the song for it, which is uh, <laughs> "Groovy Magic." Oh, that's okay. Gotcha. Well, I'll have to watch that. Um. All right. Let's see. That it? Yeah, I guess I I haven't really been playing that much, so right, I'll have yeah, more cool. next time. I guess. Sure. There's not gonna I'm be in the next time, Flask. Oh, our current our current. And maybe after this episode, former Vito Brain, John. Doubtful. What have you been doing recently, friend? Playing or watching or whatever? A little bit of everything, I reckon. That's it. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I'm kidding. Uh, so uh, uh, <laughs> let, let's start with TV. I just uh, not done yet. Uh, eight episodes in. I guess nine episodes in out of ten. Argo season two. I've Hell been, yes! I've been putting it off oh, yeah. for so long. I, I nice. you know, I just usually don't like to sit down and watch something. I like to have it in the background. But, Tell uh, me you're loving it. Yeah, it's it's great. I got no it's complaints. Amazing. Not at all. I'm gonna watch these last two episodes later, and I'm probably just gonna start right on season three. The uh, the guy who plays Ryan Gerhardt, that's Kieran Culkin. I'm gonna call it Culkin's brother. He's pretty yeah, great yeah, yeah, in, su- yeah. in Succession as well. One of my favorite characters. Oh, he's in Succession as well. Yeah, yeah he's one of the main one guy, characters, one of the um, members of the family. Who's the uh, the Gerhardt brother? Fuck the uh, the main one, the guy who's in Burn Notice. Oh, um, fuck, what's his name? I just watched it. <laughs> Gibbles Johnson is. I just kept, just kept calling him Burn Notice guy, so I didn't bother learning his name. <laughs> uh, anyways, he's he's good in it. He, he plays he's good. I mean, yeah, everyone's. I, there's, there's not a bad person. It's just a great season, great show. Looking forward to three. Is the show just like a reenactment no, of the movie? Not even. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. That's like reasonable. Fargo. It does take place in Fargo. At least the first two seasons do, or near Fargo. Uh, Nothing to do with the movie. No Steve Buscemi. Well, the first season well, okay. is probably closest in tone and sort of overall. Yeah, the first plot season's kind. Co- yeah, right. it's, it's like a, almost a they're, reenactment. They're, they're all thematically linked. Yeah. But no, there's no, yeah, no Steve Buscemi, no, uh, that other guy who kills him. Peter uh, Stormare. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty much great. just like true crime in the Midwest is like the, the yeah. five second description. Um, all right. Yeah. Moving on the video games. Uh, no, I, I, hang on. I just want to say Fargo season two, seriously, like one of my favorite seasons of television of all time. Like Kirsten Dunst. Amazing. Show. 
You know, oh, I, yeah, I don't dude. Think I've, I think I've only seen her in Spider-Man. I know I know she's been in other movies, but I, right. I've seen her, and I was like, oh, she's killing the role. You've never Todd. seen Small Soldiers, John? Oh, yeah, it doesn't count. Was she in Jumanji Peggy? as well? Is that her in Jumanji? <laughs> yeah, she's a little yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah all right, all right, uh, fine. All right, the, fine. Guy, the guy who also plays Todd from Breaking Bad in the camera. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, classic Todd. Fat, Fat Todd. Todd. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Todd. <laughs> That's the Fat first thing I, I told Zach he was in. He was like, is skinny Todd or Fat Todd? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, go ahead. See, is, season, is season four out now, or is it coming It's out? in the works. I know Chris Rock is supposed to be in it. Well, I think it's actually shooting now, which means it's probably going to be delayed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Season three is really good, though. I mean, I, I say season two is my favorite. Season three is probably uh, my least favorite of the three, but I still really, really enjoyed it. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's such a high bar. Of course. Uh, but video games, uh, I got Half-Life Alex. played it for about three hours or oh, so. Oh, awesome, dude. How's that going? It was great. I liked it a lot. Um, you don't find it uh, too offensively <laughs> depressing in these uh, corona times? No, I will say one thing. It's not the game's fault. It's my fault because I'm lazy. But when I set up the VR, I, I don't know. If, you know, VR is finicky. It can be. You know, it's still of course. It's still in so infancy stages. But when I started the game, dude, it it read me as like a giant. Like when I stood up, I was like towering above door frames. Oh my god! <laughs> but I was like too lazy to like uh, fix it, so I would. That must have been easy mode, right? Well, I would sit in my chair, and then I would like I have a little spinny chair, and I put it all the way down. But the problem is, if I reached down, I could touch, like, the real floor in real life, but it wasn't enough to get to the floor in the game. So if you, it was, like, you an object... You should have reached through the floor. If right. it was, like, an object, <laughs> I couldn't touch it. I was just, like, my... You know, I would, I would touch my floor, and I'd still be, like, six inches above. So if there was, like, an object on the ground... The I was, like... It was, it was a puzzle where you had to press a switch, and it was right above the ground. I couldn't do it. I had to, like, fucking break a box and then try to hold the piece, like, you know, a little sliver of box and press the button. So what was the solution? Uh, recalibrating your thing? Did that work? or? No, I just kept playing like that until I was done <laughs> for the day. And I was like, oh, next time I'll play it, I'll do it. And, you know, it's funny, though. Later, Kurt showed me something in the options about adjusting height. I just didn't see it. Oh, so, yeah, okay. And I had, I mean, it's, it's definitely the best-looking VR game that I've played. Sure. Uh, that's, that's why I keep hearing about it. It's just fun. I don't know. I'm only, like I said, I'm only about two, two, three hours in. I think it's supposed to be like a ten to twelve hour game. Right. Uh, Sounds about right. I've just had a good time so far. All right. Uh, the the gimmick of it is like the gravity glove, which is like how you're supposed to grab stuff from far away, and you like highlight something and you flick your wrist back so it like flicks towards you, and then you grab Does it. Feel pretty fun. Yeah, it works. I've never, I haven't really gotten in too many issues with it. I actually, I really haven't gotten in any issues with it. Cool. Uh, cool. Good. Uh, right. We played a little bit of Star Trek Bridge Crew. Another. Oh yeah, oh, that was fun watching you guys play. It's supposed to be a VR game. You can play it not in VR, right? I don't really see the point. It's maybe if you're the ultimate Star Trek fan. But that's a game. I mean, that's a simpler game. There's no really moving around. You're each in a chair, and you're basically you're you're the bridge crew. You're playing the computer. You know, you have like a tactician's guy who's like in charge of the torpedoes right. and the shields. You have the captain who gets like special information on the screen and has to belay orders. Uh, engineer who's like giving the power to certain parts of the ship, making it go faster. The phaser shoot harder. Uh, the yeoman who gets sexually harassed by the captain. 
Yeah, dude, right, that, dude. Right, right, right. I couldn't believe that episode. It was a different time. My favorite, my favorite uh, review for that game on Steam, which is a positive review, is uh, deeply boring, deeply interesting, just like Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty agreeable. Um, I had I had fun watching you guys play though. Watching Kurt as a captain falling apart. Yeah, it was pretty good, especially because I don't think he's ever seen a, like a single episode of Star Trek, so he doesn't. Hell yeah, he doesn't know. Like, he doesn't get the, it. He didn't get it, but he's a good captain though. Neither have the current writers of the Star Trek series on the air right now. Enough, Flag. So. <laughs> I haven't even tried watching. Get get the bottle of water. <laughs> Although I, a lot of you know, hey, a lot of people shit on what was it? Uh, what was it with Captain Archer? Was it Enterprise? Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I like that one. I don't think it's like necessarily good, but I remember watching it when I was young. Before I even watched like the other Star Trek, I didn't even think I knew it was a Star Trek show. It's like, oh, these people's show. It's pretty sweet. I think the consensus is that one got better as it went on, and it's definitely better in comparison to the stuff on these days. Yeah, I haven't even, I haven't even tried. Uh, and then lastly, I got Exit the Gungeon, which is I don't really oh, want to yeah, call it fun. a sequel too much. I I like it a lot. I give it a big thumbs up. It started, and a lot of people are gonna just turn. And I I was turned off by this too. Started how, how much off did you get it for? Uh, ten dollars somewhere on there. No more. No more than ten. Okay. Uh, it started off as a mobile game, I guess. It was on some sort of Apple platform. Uh, and then they moved over to uh, the the PC, and I'd never played it on the, the phone, so I don't know how if they've changed it at all. But uh, it's just a it's a nice experience. It's it's I mean it's the same flavor as the Gungeon, same characters, mostly the same guns, but it's like a shorter, tighter gameplay instead of like 45 minutes to an hour. The games are gonna last like 20 minutes, and it's not like a role and, and it's not at all the same gameplay. It looks like to me. No, no, no. So it's not like a, like a Binding of Isaac or like anything like that where you're going room to room and then you fight enemies. You're on... Basically, the the game is you're exiting the gungeon. It takes place right after Enter the Gungeon. So you've you've destroyed the gungeon, you've killed the gungeon's past, and now it's like self-destructing and you got to get out. And you're basically just on different kind of... Ele- a little mix of like Contra, kind of. Like some levels you got a side yeah, scroll and there's something chasing that's you. that's what it looked like to me. Some of yeah. them you're on like elevator bullet hell levels where you're floating and you're just dodging. But uh, yeah, it's much more. It's more of a bullet hell now than a than a roguelite. But it's it's still good. It's still got the flavor. Still fun to play. I recommend. If you like Enter the Gungeon, I'd give it a try. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I, I watched you play it a bit, and I thought it looked pretty cool. I also watched you play a bit of a uh, La Noir. You got anything to say about that? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going back. Every few years I go back play La Noir. I'm doing it again. Uh. That, hey, speaking of streaming, you know, that game, it's a fun game to stream. You know, you got the people helping yeah. you with the, the facial things. Like, oh, I think he's lying, sure. you know. Uh, didn't, yeah. didn't they change the the dial button to something else? Oh, they changed one of the buttons. No, the, no, no, there's still, there's a, a truth, doubt, and lie. <laughs> okay. You gotta press okay. X to doubt, come on. You always gotta press X to doubt. Uh, but it's good, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I liked it when it came out, and I hope... The rumors are true, or if there are rumors, I don't know. There's like half rumors. That yeah, the work yeah. New Eleanor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna talk about that later, but I guess I guess we can bring it up now. But uh, yeah, the so leaked onto YouTube, I guess this, this song that the description of the song said it was uh, official music from this publisher. Basically, a music publisher leaked onto YouTube this uh, video that um, 
was signed as part of an official soundtrack for L.A. Noir 2. People noticed that because uh, that tag was picked up on the YouTube tags, trending tags or whatever, and it started showing on people's pages. That was significant because the YouTube tags, I guess, are not curated at all by people who... Like, people don't input tags. Like, it, it's all done through software manipulation, pulling off metadata through, of things, and then highlighting words from that metadata. So the LA Nord 2 thing it was part of the... Basically, it's automatically flagged by YouTube and highlighted to people. Um, I think that channel has since been taken down. Um, so, you know, it's weak evidence, maybe, but also seems like maybe... See... Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know what to make of it. It's curious. That's a good way to put it. Well, yeah. the way I see curious. it, I mean, they have kept up. I mean, they did the LA Noir VR, and then they, they did a support to the Switch as well. So it's not like they right. just abandoned, like, the the IP. It's like they're still, I don't know, trying right. to keep it in relevance, I guess. I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there was a new one. I think with all the praise they got around their story presentation and Red Dead Redemption 2, that it would make sense for them to adapt a, another entry into a series like Eleanor 2, which would be a great playground for them to tell a good story, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. As opposed to something like, I don't know, GTA, I think it's going to be really hard to tell a good story in that, just because, like you said, the, the the difference of you in the cutscene and you just being a murder machine around right. real life. Right, narrative dissonance, right. You really can't do that. I mean, you can do that in Eleanor. I, I, have, I have ran people over. but uh, Right, right, right. It was right. an that, That's obviously not... That's obviously I mean, not what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you know and I mean? in the name of the law. And you, and you get penalized for that, too. Like, that you game do. was consistent. Yeah, like, you yeah, get penalized for that. At the end of the case, they will charge you. Um, A week's right, pay. You got, you got anything else, John? No, I think I wraps it about up. All right, Greg. What are you been doing, pal? Hey, man. Uh, so I've been watching John play L.A. Noir, and, uh, I've been watching a lot of anime. Basically, it's the end of the, uh, anime season, so anime's done until the, uh, next <laughs> season starts. Uh, other than that, no, I haven't watched anything else. Uh, I've been playing, uh, Half-Life Alex. I played okay. for, like, five hours last night, and it was pretty goddamn fun. I, uh... I think my one of my few issues was that I'm actually a hulking monster compared to John. <laughs> I'm incredibly tall, and I tried to throw a grenade in a vent, and I smashed my arm on my ceiling. God. And I was basically I died from this because I was crouched over in pain as my arm hurt as I was eaten by zombies. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> so dangers of VR. Yeah, yeah, I love that realism though. Yeah, but uh, playing that, uh, playing Warzone, haven't won a single game, enjoyed that a lot, and I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Been really, really enjoying Animal Crossing, dude. Like, it's just such a good game, dude. <laughs> I just, I just, I love I feel it. Like I hear it in the background. I don't. <laughs> Almost like you're playing it right now. He's, but, uh, he's telecommuting again from his house in Animal Crossing. Basically, <laughs> I got That's just what game. it sounds like to live in that world. I think I was hanging out with you guys, and then I went to bed. Like, cause I was like, I'm fucking tired. And I woke up at like 2 in the morning, and I started playing Animal Crossing. 
and then go to bed <laughs> to like six o'clock the next like the next time. I was like, fuck, dude. I woke <laughs> I literally I've been playing for I think four days and I've just dreamed about Animal Crossing and I've just constantly played Animal Crossing all day, dude. It's such a good Sounds game. Sounds like a good game. It's really good. I definitely recommend it. Awesome. Cool. Sounds good. Like I, I like I like the sounds I'm hearing right now. Yeah. What sounds? I don't know. <laughs> Is there anything? All right. You got anything else, Greg? Um, I'm trying to think. No, nothing really. All right. I cool. would say Final Fantasy, but I really haven't touched that shit since Animal Crossing. Nice. Cool. Win yourself off the uh, off the sickness. Yeah, dude. Oh, I guess yeah. I play Siege also with you fools us mooks yeah that was uh all right that was cool dude you're not gonna believe what happened in siege today i don't really Why care siege today i'm just minding my own business what well, we're playing uh what's the map the house playing the house playing the map map i don't know there's a map with a house it's just like normal house the, yeah. the map with the kids room and i'm yeah, we're, on the off, we're on the offense and i'm watching the house you know making sure there's no one doing the peaky beakies and I fucking look up, and there's a clown on the roof, just walking on the roof. What are you talking about? I'm there's telling you clown. what I saw. You know what are you talking? There's a clown just walking <laughs> on the roof of the house. So naturally, like what anybody would do. My understanding, the clown was armed. Clown was armed. He, had, he even had a shield, I think. And what anybody would oh do. Oh my god! In my what position, is an ally? Anybody. Would do. You hear me? I gunned him down. I gunned him down for the safety of our team. And um, <laughs> you're not gonna believe. Was he your? Was he a teammate? It was fucking John. He was clowning. I don't know what he was doing up there. <laughs> Here's what happened. Right? Around. Some dude was peeking us from the balcony. So I went to the roof, and I was gonna get. The, I was blitz. I was gonna drop on him. And I'm walking on the roof, and Vito says, There's somebody on the roof! And then for a split second in my head, I'm like, That's impossible. They can't get on the- And then- But I'm I on the roof. And I got fucking <laughs> lit up, and I was like, Holy shit, how'd they get on the roof? And then I see that Vito killed me. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good reaction, though, Vito. Oh, well, but were you wearing a clown thanks, thanks, Danny, because that's the true story here, is that I've got fucking killer reactions. There is I an gotta... extra- There's an extra little bit. Might add a little, not a little to the story, just a little bit. Before the match had started, I said, Vito, when the match starts, I want you to look at my face. Because I was wearing, it's Blitz, it's like a, a oh, it's epic cl oh, okay. clown one. Yeah, and I get I was you. like, I want you to look at my face. And then the match started, and Vito started running away. I said, no, 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 Vito, stop, 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 turn around. And he looked at me, and he said, oh, yeah, it's a pretty cool clown mask. But I was thinking one that's more like cheery, like happy. And that was it, we went, we went different ways. Yeah, well, we were talking about it'd be cool if there was a clown operator that had like giant, gigantic shoes that like squeaked and like. Uh, well, yeah, that's the operator we want. That'd be really funny. My yeah. point is, you've <laughs> seen my clown face. He looked directly in it and acknowledged it before I went to that roof. John, you're a marine. You know, I tried what to kick him. When actually, you, when you gotta, like, <laughs> he did try to kick me. After, well, I didn't know it would report afterwards. It was like, was that kill intentional? I thought if I pressed F F five, it would just like eject him from the game. So I was like, fuck yeah, it was. But it didn't. It just reported. I just got a warning, yeah. But you understand that when you're in the heat, of the battle. Of course. We're in the heat of the moment. You're ta right, taking a little, fire. What's a, what's a little blue on blue, you know? <laughs> you know? 
right, all right, all right, all right. Collateral damage. So, uh, <laughs> recently, I, I've actually had a lot more time, so I've been doing a lot of shit. Finished Veep. It's good. I wouldn't say it's fantastic or, like, super great or anything. I almost wish it was more of a drama. It's not a drama at all. It's a comedy. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is, like, really fantastic actress. Probably one of the best female actresses in comedy, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it's a good show. It's on HBO. Uh, nice. I, just, I subscribe to a month to HBO now. Just check it out. Um, I finished Bloodstained. I talked about that last episode, about how I got to the false ending and all that. It's a really good game. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the boss design. Um, enjoyed the movement. Enjoyed all the abilities and stuff like that. Is it almost a bit too much game there for me? Like, I did a bit of the cooking system. I did some of the quests, but definitely not all of them. And I think it might be kind of a chore to do a completionist run of the game. And I wish the normal mode was a bit more difficult, especially because the other difficulty modes are locked until you climb the ladder. So you got to be normal to get hard to get nightmare. Um, but other than that, I like I, I I echo what I said last podcast. It's a great game for people who like Metroidvanias and specifically Symphony of the Night. Um, I recommend. Been playing a bit of Warzone. We already touched on that. Um, good game. Good battle royale. And I started Dead Cells. It's also kind of a Metroidvania type thing. It's a weird roguelike Metroidvania type thing where some of the bosses you kill will give you permanent artifacts, which like are just abilities that you'll start with on your next run. So like that opens the door where not only is the game kind of changing like a normal roguelike would change as you're playing the game. Um, you know, you're getting different weapons. You're going through different layouts of um levels you're fighting different types of enemies different bosses you're also making actual progress and getting more movement tech so that you can get through the game a little bit quicker and bypass some areas and that kind of thing so i, I kind of i'm enjoying that progression loop though i've only played a couple hours of it i think john has maybe played more of it <clears throat> uh no i only i only played a tiny i mean i got it when it very very first came out this is early, oh, okay. it's, it's an early okay. access game so i i actually was just thinking that i'm gonna go back to it now to see how much i think they even added like a paid dlc to it yeah they did um i found and where you enter things. that dlc in the game i, I might check uh, or i might check that out once i yeah. uh play the game a bit more it's on game pass oh, so nice. you know if you already have the game pass it's worth the value of uh free um i'm enjoying <laughs> it quite a bit um, the last game I wanted to talk about was Deus Ex Human Revolution, which I think many of us have played here. Uh, yeah. So I was watching one of our friends, Zach, play the video game Prey from 2016. And I got in the mood to play a... It's a great game. I got in the mood to play a stealth event game. That's that's what I'll call games that are designed like that, where you like you go through events and shit. You guys mm -hmm. understand what I mean. Um, and I've always wanted to do a pacifist, no alarm run of Human Revolution. I've made a couple attempts at it, but never really stuck it through with it. And I played through the game four or five hours over the last week. And, man, I don't... Like, for a game that came out in, like, 2012, it is amazing how much that game has aged. That game does not play well at all anymore. Really? I, I, did, I did not enjoy my experience with it. And that's the... I mean, I... Second one? 
of like the rebooted series or the first one? No, that's the first one. Human oh, Revolution. First one, yeah. Oh, that's pretty old now, though. I feel like first-person like, shooters constantly like they're the hardest ones to go back to. I can't think of like a single first-person shooter from that era that's like you got still like just playable. like acclaim though, right? I mean, I know there was issues, but it was with the boss fights it's, and those were yeah. Matched. And I mean, so I, I'm not gonna rehash those complaints because the stuff like the boss fights and all that is still true. Um, it's it's stuff like you know you you are moving so sl- so slow. It feels like. Uh, you are, are you have a 60 FPS, sort of visually impressive like Vista, and then like every now and then you're entering into these cutscenes which are like these locked at 30 FPS weird overproduced video game cutscenes, and it's like <laughs> you know what video, what video games aren't supposed to be, which is like just walking movies, you know what I mean, or interactive movies, I guess. Mm. So there's that. Then I, I was playing on the hardest difficulty and stuff like that, and the game is like so mind-numbingly easy if you go to the pacifist alarm no alarms run it's like actually retarded i had to double check a couple times to make sure that i was a uh, still user that i was actually on the hardest difficulty it's stuff like you can get a cloaking ability where you stay hidden for five or seven seconds you can turn on the cloaking ability and just run to the other side of any room that has a bunch of enemies into it go through the door and you're on the other side like, all you really need to, like, beat the game are cloaking and hacking, and you can get that in, like, the first 10, 15 minutes. So once you do that, there's no, like, challenge to, like, the whole point of doing the whole pacifist, um, non-lethal challenge run. And even when I got to the bosses, which sort of break that up because you're forced to kill them, like, I, I didn't have a problem with it, you know, because I had a, a bunch of lethal things that I had saved up, just threw some grenades, shot them to death, you know. Um, and the story's not really that... The story's not really that interesting to me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've already played it once through and I'm like trying to revisit it several years later, but the gameplay just feels kind of clunky. It's kind of slow. And the level design is, is decent, but it's very predictable to the point where like anytime you you, re, you find a door that has a hacking level that seems suspiciously too high or has a really heavy block in front of it that you can move, it's like, oh, well, I didn't. Wait, what if somebody didn't? go hacking well somebody didn't get strength i bet the game has another way in and like sure enough nine times out of ten you're going to find a vent somewhere that's going to lead you into that room you know i it it's a bit like too like i guess calling it a bad game is going a bit too far but it's almost just like a very tried and true cliche vent stealth adventure game you know what i mean like do you say that because i mean was was that that's not one of the first games of that type, I know, but did it kind of set the bar for a lot of games like? Uh, I wouldn't like say it set the bar. And Prey and I wouldn't. I, I don't know if it was. I would say it set the bar, but it was definitely like a decent entry into the into those games at that time, and I enjoyed it when I first played it. So I, I understand I'm coming back to it a few years later, but it's maybe just yeah, the, I, the playing field's changed. Yeah, no, that's that's more what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, it's dated. It's not aged well. And right. Calling it a bad game is not really fair to say it. It's more just like the experience of playing it now. You know. I remember enjoying it, but also having sort of mixed feelings. Like Vito was saying, the boss fights, one thing. Um, so, aside from maybe Prey, are there other games that you feel like have done it better since then? Hmm, that's a hard question. Oh, I mean, Prey. Also, Prey, Prey is definitely like the one that comes to mind. Um, but I mean, as far as like 
those type of open world adventure games, like I hear the Dishonored series is really good. I haven't played much of them. Um, yeah, I'd put those in the know. same genre. And I like, the, I yeah. like those. Uh, I like those a lot. Also, I always felt that like the, the Deus Ex games uh, were on the periphery of immersive sim. Uh, like, I don't know how to describe it. The the first one I feel is the closest to being like actually in that genre. Right, um, right. It's a very small genre. There's not many games in it. Um, but the thing about the first Deus Ex, I won't even go into Invisible War, but the thing about the first one is that it it's not really like, I don't think of that as a stealth game. Um, I mean, you can certainly be stealthy, but I think of that as like a, you're approaching each situation just with like a plan in mind more so right. than just and, trying to stealth every situation. Whereas right. when maybe, I played maybe, Revolution, I definitely tried to stealth it for some reason. Like that's the way I, it felt. I think some of it's like just the intentionality of the design, you know, like in Human Revolution, you know that the entire game is built around this idea that you can go do it non-lethally. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They they were saying that prior to development or prior to the game's release and everything. And maybe Deus Ex, like they just didn't care that much about whether you have to do everything non-lethally, even though there are a lot of non-lethal options, you know? And I feel like Prey starts with you having to be stealthy and then evolves into more of It a, does, uh, yeah. Into more of a just, like, meet every situation as it comes in whatever way you feel right. necessary. Right, right. I think that's kind of intentional, though, in Prey. Without, it is, yes. Without, it well, is. I guess it's an old game, no spoilers. But, yeah, you're, like, pumping yourself up with Alien, you know, at the cost of your humanity... You're becoming right, stronger, right? But uh, but you're right. I mean, Deus Ex should have tried something like that. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and I, I hear that Mankind Divided doesn't really do a whole lot more than Human Revolution. I like Human Revolution. Um, that's the first one. I like that much more. I don't even. No, I did. I did finish Mankind Divided, but I wasn't happy. But like, I, I, I remember see. when Human Revolution came out. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, it was a game. I put it in the book. It was a game that I played. It was fine. Right. Right. I liked it. I didn't tell, like, I wouldn't go around, but, hey, dude, you, you gotta get Deus Ex. Right. Alright. Uh, well, that's all I got. Uh, I wanted to breeze through the news really quickly before we ran into a break. I know we've been going on kind of long, but I don't think much of this will take us very long to talk about. Um, so, uh, last week we talked about Silent Hill rumors and how maybe they're planning on doing a partnership with Konami, or with, uh, sorry, Kojima Productions to do a Silent Hills again. Uh, those rumors confirmed false, and they said, quote, It's not to say we are completely closing the door on the franchise, just not in the way it's been being reported. Uh, mm. So, well, we'll see. That that does that does seem to be corporate speak that they may or may not still be developing that franchise. But honestly, like, if it's not the way it was reported, I, I don't really yeah, have much to look forward to. slot machine. <laughs> A pachinko machine. Pachinko. Yeah. Yeah. We already have one. Yep. Oh. Well, a new, a new, a completely brand Sorry, new. Sorry, dude. The Don't entire like engine built around it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is um, like a fully formed, like you know, eighteen-hour Silent Hill game. But you got to play it in the slot machine. You know, you just got to hope that you get the new. Well, that's what they kind of did with Metal Gear, right? There's the like yes. machine. There's yeah. like Metal yeah. Gear content. Metal Gear uh, machines. They yes, showed a they bunch did. of yeah. HD content for Metal Gear Solid Three. People were like, "Oh, they're remaking it." <laughs> No way, like nope. a bunch of screenshots nope. leaked and people were going crazy. And then they showed a trailer and people were like, This is amazing. 
and then it turned into a pachinko machine and people lost their minds. Fantastic. Makes yeah, sense so we'll in this fucking world. So we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Um, they haven't done. It's been a long enough time that they could do a whole lot with that franchise if they wanted to. I just hope they have the right minds behind it. Uh, L.A. Noir Two, as we already said earlier, may or may not be in development. It seems like, in my opinion, probably is. But the article I linked specifically is kind of a um, sort of a reactionary article saying, "Well, we should slow down." You know, there's actually pretty weak evidence. You know, don't get excited. So we'll see. We'll have more to say on that if there's any more information to come from that. Uh, then GameStop has been handling the coronavirus pandemic with utmost professional excellence. Ah, uh, yes. Psych. Psych. Out here making money. They were staying open during the lockdown, saying their employees were essential retail. There were a lot of stories of, like, they were telling the press, telling the public that they were sanitizing their stores and everything, but they weren't actually giving their employees the supplies to do that. So employees were having to go out and buy supplies from their own dollar um, just to keep the stores clean. Uh, eventually, GameStop finally did close to customers. Uh, honestly, you ask me, I will be surprised if it ever reopens. Yeah, I think that was the thing that they, well, we can't close down because if we do, we won't be able to reopen. So they Scared were of the eternal death. Right. I don't want to go to sleep. No <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't remember if I made it to the podcast, but I know we were talking a, uh, a couple months ago about these uh, GameStop, GameStop locations turning into like these art arcades and like public play areas and that kind of thing. And that sounded kind of cool. Uh, I, I, I have no love for GameStop, the company, but I'm a bit sad that we didn't see more of that before they. Uh, Got their uh, death blow, I guess. I think it's funny that a global pandemic pop cropped up just to stop that from happening. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, GameStop. Power to the players. No touchy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't put this next news story up. I, I but, can uh, say this one. Sure, go ahead. So uh, there was a court case between the uh, Crytek uh, and the Star Citizen devs, uh, Cloud Imperium Games or whatever. Um, basically accusing them of, uh, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, breaching their contract with Crytek for releasing, like, multiple different modules oh, instead of right, one game right. as agreed. Right. Um, for Star Citizen, like, uh, Squad 42 or whatever it's called, Squadron 42. Um... But that case has now ended with dismissal, and everyone is just paying, having to pay their own court dues because <laughs> under the technicality that Cloud Imperium Games had not actually released any games yet, yeah, uh, it has not released Star Citizen, oh, has not yeah. released uh, uh, an actual final mean. build of yeah. <laughs> never ever will. And I think I think importantly, it was dismissed with prejudice, which means that it can be uh, brought to trial again. Yeah. Uh, I just find this amusing <laughs> that they haven't technically released anything yet. So uh, I wish I could. It's, be taken, as... it's taken them so long to release something that the lawsuits about them copywriting shit to or stealing <laughs> shit water. to release. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I there's wish no product. There's uh... no product to argue about in court. Like, <laughs> what, what can they do? Oh my god. Yep. Imagine thinking that game's still going to come out. Yeah. Right. Ending it. 
I just accepted that. There's, like there's people we know. I'm never getting there's back. People, oh, I was gonna say yeah. There's people we know who spent hundreds of dollars on that game. Dude, look at Charlie, man. I'm so who? How much did he spend? Dude, he spent like I want to say over a grand. Oh, oh man. my god, you're you're kidding me! Please don't tell me. No, yeah, oh, no. Really dude, I'm true. almost positive he spent over a grand. I had to stop playing video games. Honestly, I don't care if that's true. <laughs> that we're gonna say we're gonna say that's true. Rod. Uh, I'm so glad I was gone for that meme. I don't cannon. know when that game got announced, but I was not. I'm, I'm Dude, it was annoying as hell. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so there. glad that like almost nobody is on its side anymore. Like, that was annoying for a while. Anyway, it's still coming out. I swear. The I PS5 internal. I'll go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Greg. No, I was gonna say I just constantly forget that that shit's coming out. I'm like, oh yeah, I bought yeah. that. Oh well. That's, that's for the best. The PS5 internal architecture was revealed at a very tech-heavy talk by Matt Cer Mark Cerny. Um, probably I who that was? What was? Yeah, I think that was Mark Cerny. I thought it was. What, what was um? It, who's the master of disguise? Dana Carvey. No. Dana Carvey. <laughs> 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 Come on. He did look alike though. He had the hair, dude. He's got the hair. That was uh, uh, that was. That was probably I their the one thing. Uh, it was. I mean, it was certainly tech heavy. I didn't understand most of it, but I didn't understand most of it either. Um, it was their like equivalent of their GDC talk, so it's not really meant for consumers as much. But GDC didn't happen, so it was broadcast online, and uh, obviously people got excited about that. People were definitely uh, expecting some kind of something. Used to the, do the like the live chats were just pages and pages of oh, yeah. Z's and sleeping emojis. Yeah. <laughs> So the the big thing is that it has an 825 gigabyte solid state drive. That's what it ships with, and the the key thing that I see is the difference between the way that this play, system runs versus the PlayStation 4 is that the PlayStation 4 loaded data into its um, short term memory, uh, approximately 50 to 100 megabytes per second. Um, so it has it had eight gigabytes of memory. You can do the math. Took a while to load it all, but the uh, PS5, the way it's built, loads its memory at 5.5 gigabytes per second, which means it can load the entire uh, RAM of uh, capacity of the PlayStation 5 in like three seconds. So that gives the developers a lot more um, <clears throat> space to work with, with how they manage load times, how they manage like um, loading off information, loading on information. So it, it, it actually is a fairly interesting, exciting leap for... Uh, technology. I haven't looked much into what the Xbox specs are offering in comparison to that, but that is pretty cool. Um, with, the, with the way games are sized now, though, I think 825 gigabytes <clears throat> seems pretty small. I, I bet the intention is that you're going to have to buy a, a secondary storage. And the 825 gigabyte is proprietary to Sony, so you're probably going to have to buy a special Sony uh, No, no, no. I think, they, I think they specifically said that you're not going to Oh really? I think, that's, cool. I think that's how they're differentiating from Xbox. The Xbox, you you are gonna have to if you want something else. I think they specifically said like any kind of, oh no, proto man's here. <laughs> SSD will work. <laughs> <laughs> they they said anything will work. That's good. Okay, cool. They're not going back to memory cards. <laughs> Can you I mean, basically, no. Two two terabyte flash cards. Um. It'd be kind of cool, dude, if they made him in like the shape of a memory card. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. But other than a lot of a uh, gobbledygook about 
the CPUs and GPUs being better because of more teraflops or whatever. Uh, that seems cool, the storage handling. Does anybody else have anything to say about the architecture? Stuff they learned from that? Uh, they had some sort of crazy sound chair. You see that sound chair that guy was sitting on? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. The that brain, the brain transfer uh, chair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg, yeah. that was the brain yeah. transfer yeah. chair. That was cool. Can you transfer yeah. your brain? No. Dude, it no. looked like it. But yeah, it certainly looked like you could. I don't know. I think it was just more... Uh, they are talking about how they want to do a lot more with sound on the, the PS5. Right. And, uh, it's not like 3D audio, so you won't necessarily need surround sound. Right, to, uh, right, right. You know, so-and-so. But then, then it started to get out of my hands, and I couldn't figure yeah. it out. I don't know what you're saying. Nose started bleeding. Yeah. Started bleeding. So, uh... I, I, another thing people were saying about that is that um, the people who crunch the numbers on these things on, online and all that, uh, I think people are expecting a $600 price point. Doesn't seem likely with the stuff they're offering that could be much cheaper than that. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, something else, they... Um, because of the... Uh, sorry, I'm just seeing this now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> They're because of their look, uh, the SSD speeds. They're looking of way for ways to increase boot times. Um, so they patented a custom uh, game template that will launch games directly into gameplay. That's interesting. Uh, it doesn't. Okay, never mind. I don't fucking know. Well, Flash, Flash to have more on that next okay, week. Okay, okay, sorry. You create a template so when you launch the game, you're immediately in matchmaking, not just the multiplayer menu, ah. but in a queue to find a lobby. Ugh, well, there are a, a bunch of different kill. ways this can be applied. What'd you say, John? What if, that's too much for me. I, I need that downtime yeah. <laughs> in between. I agree. Uh, okay. Then uh, there's a lot of uh, pieces from Valve going out now. It seems like they're tackling the press a lot more than they ever have before. I've seen them talk about Epic Games Store and whatnot. Uh, I selected one article just to highlight here. They talk a little bit about why Half-Life 2 Episode 3 was never made. Um, it's a lot of it's corporate speak. Uh, in my mind, um, it's still the most substantial thing they've said about it. There was a lot of talk about scope creep, about how they were worried as they were adding more and more stuff to these games that they were becoming too bloated. There's a lot of stuff about how they ultimately didn't feel like they were solving any, like, so from their perspective, it's like an engineer's perspective where they view, according to this corporate speak, they view the Half-Life games as solving technical problems. Like, that's the point of each Half-Life game in their mind, including the episodes. And they felt like they weren't, they didn't have a, any interesting problem, or they, they weren't solving any interesting problems with episode three. And they worked on it for a few years and, um weren't really finding uh, any unique ideas to explore in the universe, any interesting problems to solve with the technology they had at the time. So a lot of fans got hooked onto it because of the story, which if you read the way they talk about it here, they don't actually mention the story, but it almost seems like they were not expecting people to grab onto like the narrative and the story of Half-Life so much. And um, like we mentioned before, like episode three, Half-Life three just became this big monolith that was, too large for them to tackle uh, and live up to. Like I've said previously, I, I think these supposed answers are just like retroactive justifications. Yeah, they are. I mean, they're getting ahead of the 
of the ne- potential negative PR that could affect Half-Life Alex's sales and all that, you know? I mean, all, all they really had to do was what they said they were going to do and just make episode three, even if it took another couple of years. Right. And they just didn't, probably due to them being like a mess internally. <laughs> right. And, and, and also the sudden wheelbarrows of cash rolling in around that time. I agree, yeah. I mean, personally, I think scope creep is solvable by just stopping at some point. And yeah, uh, I agree. The idea that Half Life has always been about the advancement of tech is just, I think, disrespectful to players who, as you were saying, cared about the story and even the gameplay of right. just like the Half Life games, not about the tech, just the the moment the, to moment. The, the moment to moment, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I don't think either of those things justify the absolute silence on their part. I feel like that was just looking out for themselves and like the PR. Yeah, um, I can see what you mean by that. Right. Nor is it the complete truth, right? It's just a convenient answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. what you're saying is correct that they're kind of uh, putting these things out now with the resurgence in interest in Half-Life and such. Right, right. Release of Half-Life Alex. I mean, I, I'm glad that they're talking at all. Hopefully... Hopefully sure, we'll see more sure. products in that in that universe. I hear Half Life from you guys. Half Life Alex sounds good, but it's worth highlighting that the game is getting phenomenal reviews. Ten out of tens, nine out of tens, all over the board. Um, so you know, it seems really, really fucking cool. I it's wish really I had VR just to experience it. Um, yeah. So, do you think Half Life Three is going to be a VR game because of this? I don't know. We'll have to see. I think we'll a lot see. of people would be mad right now, like in the current climate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people would probably be pissed off. I, but yeah, we'll I think that's why. Yeah. I think that's why this wasn't Half Life Three. One of the reasons why this wasn't because mm-hmm. they couldn't make us. They couldn't make a Half Life Three game that wasn't accessible to most of the people who played Half Life Two. You know what I mean? Yeah. But all right, guys, we've been talking a while, and we still got a big game of Vito Brain ahead of us. So let's go ahead and head to a break and get our drinks of water and stuff. Vito, you got about 10 or 15 minutes to send me that answer. Oh, I got to send it to you? Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. Hey, do you guys mind if I insert a rant in as the break? Uh, you, you go like, for it. I'm going to let my dog outside. I'll be back do I, in do I, do I have to be here for it? No. no. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Imagine if you were out on the town with a friend of yours, and the occasion was fun, but the night had to end early. And this person promises you, hey, next time we're really going to go all out. It's going to be the party to end all parties. Your friend keeps talking about it, but the party never actually happens. And when it is brought up over the next year or two, your friend gets more and more reticent. You tell your friend the get-together doesn't need to be more special than any previous hangout because you just enjoy seeing them. But eventually you stop hearing about the party and stop hearing from your friend much at all. Because they got a new high-paying job, they act differently than before and they're hanging out with a different crowd. You you try to talk to them and ask when you can hang out again, but after years of your friend giving only curt responses and avoiding the subject of actually meeting up, you feel like you've gotten the message about your friendship. Thirteen years have gone by since the last time you hung out. You suddenly get a message from this person that is not even directly addressed to you, but addressed to a whole bunch of people, and mostly their newer friends, that they're having a party and you should come. When you ask the person directly why you're just hearing from them now after so long, all they can say is that they thought they overpromised on how cool the party would be, 
and we're waiting for the right occasion to invite you to something again. Except, also, as the icing on the cake, the party they finally invited you to is taking place at an exclusive club in a different city. That's my analogy of Valve's handling of Half-Life. Forgive me. Welcome back, everybody. I have not listened to Flask's rants yet, but uh, I 100% endorse everything he said. Well, thanks, man. That's that's lovely. Uh, before we move on to the game, I, I have one more point to bring up about Half-Life, Alex. Um, do you guys think that there's any chance that they're pulling a Red Dead move where in six months from now they're going to re- release a version of Half-Life Alex on the consoles on the PC? Hmm... I would not. Is be that even I, is that even technically possible for a VR game, or is it just built so differently that it would be like making a new game? I, I well, don't know. Well, that I have no idea. But I, I would not be surprised. Some say sort of. Re- a, well, I mean, right now it is. It's only VR. I mean, you can't just play a VR on consoles now. I think they released the. Uh, He's saying like play non VR. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like play uh, it just like on just your make computer. It, just try to adapt it to like a normal traditional fps game but, but like know, they, you know they, they maybe they maybe sell it a little cheaper they say like hey this is like this is the version that you can play it's not obviously the ideal version but hey we made this for you guys doesn't sound well, like valve they did release the uh i'm pretty sure they did uh source code for source 2 so uh yeah it might be or someone might make something like that or they might make gary's mod too and that's what you get there's oh, an article mod too there was just an article released by Polygon today saying, or they were talking to uh, Robin Walker from Valve, and he was saying that uh, he's, he's really, he genuinely th- believes that uh, Alex is going to be modded by the community to be non-VR at some point. Oh, wow. And so they're like, just they're, I think they're just expecting to... that. I see. I mean, that, that works for them because that, that helps keep their bottom line which valve wants people to be buying headsets to play alex you know so we'll see all right cool let's move on to the veto brain so uh i'll explain quickly the rules for our new listeners and our new player eric so the way that veto brain works is that before this podcast i sent veto seven brain ticklers hypotheticals and you all have to give me your answer for what you think Vito answered. So it's not how you would answer necessarily, though um, I would love to hear your input if you have an answer for it. But it's more about how you think Vito answered because we're trying to get into Vito's brain. Good luck. You're not going to get or It's not necessarily scored based on the uh, absolute letter to Vito's answer, but rather the spirit of the answer. Um, generally each question is worth one point. We'll give you a uh, half a point if you get kind of close. All right. Does everybody understand? Yeah. It's our own little fantastic yeah. journey into Vito's soul. Yeah. And, uh, our reigning Vito brain is John just for the record. Hello. All right, By so, one point. Hello. I recommend everybody get the, uh, questions or get the notes loaded up. If you haven't already the podcast agenda, cause I'm going to be posting the questions there as I read them. All right, yeah, so question, like question number one. Right. I'm calling it the Ohio Compromise. Would you take a <laughs> check for $500 million if it meant you had to live in Ohio your entire life? You cannot leave. Hmm. 
Okay, this is an interesting one because I know Vito is like likes to travel. Bonded? No, no, no. I, he's like bonded soul wise to New York. Oh well, that too. Uh, yeah, he's a rat man. Uh, all right. Well, hold on. Is this any order to this? Should we like? I don't want to influence anyone else's. Should we like? Uh, so let me let me explain one. Buzz one, in. Sorry, I should. I I just want to get this out of the way beforehand. I should have said this beforehand. You're free to take anybody else's answer up to the point where Vito answers. So if you give an answer, somebody else gives a better answer, and you're like, "That sounds right." Feel free to change your answer. There's no rules against okay. just copying somebody else's answer or any of that. I, I just want to preface that before anybody says anything, so they think I'm trying to influence that. the vote. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think he does. Yeah, just but just button yeah, if think, you but but just button if you have an idea. Feel free, like it's open discourse. No. So all right, you yeah. no flask. Yeah, good 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 warm up question. I, I also think it's a no. Here's my thinking, right? As a person who's lived next to Ohio, having five hundred million dollars in Ohio, that's like being the king of a pile of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the only thing you could do is go to Cedar Point, and while it is the greatest amusement park on earth, debatable. You could buy it. Not debatable. You could buy it and destroy it, <laughs> and truly yeah, make Ohio the worst place to ever, ever be. Us, uh, us born, born and bred Michiganders know all about Ohio, right? I mean, that's the, the eternal enmity. That is where my hate's coming from, states. mostly. Yeah, right. Of course. So you're gonna say no? It sounds like John. Absolutely not. I think Vito likes to travel. Uh, <clears throat> although, hold on, because well, no, my official answer is no. But with five hundred billion dollars, perhaps you could make some sort of road billion, not billion. It's only a million. Oh, five hundred million? Oh, nah, never mind. You get some sort of <laughs> robot, and you tape an iPad to its face, and then you have it travel, and that's like you're a surrogate, you know, like a Arrested Development, oh, right, you know, where you right. get the, the surrogate. You could probably do that with five hundred million. You, you could probably do that with five hundred million dollars. Yeah, it won't a be a billion, billionaire. <laughs> I want like a Terminator robot. I don't want like the fucking that robot that you wanna, scoots around the right. grocery store asking if I need help. You don't want you don't want a GoPro on a drone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say no. I, I say no so. dice. All right, I still need Greg's answer. I uh, I also say no because Vito, of course, would want to go to Italy and he wouldn't be able to leave, so that would just kill him in itself. And why would he want to go to fucking Ohio? You couldn't pay me five hundred million to go to Ohio. Dude, All right, is that yeah. it? New York, it's the best. Yeah, it's mm. it. All right, uh, Vito's answer was go ahead and throw the curveball. No. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> See, warm-up question. That's a yeah. good warm-up. I mean, hey, to be fair, record. I don't know. $500 million. See, I'm a creature of uh, of the you indoors. You can't leave. You know? You can't... Oh, you can never leave. That's true. Yeah, that that was the kicker. I've been I was, to Ohio. It was terrible. It was flat land. It was just like, <laughs> it's just, but it's but it's it's worse. Yeah, it's just flat. You could see everything there is. There's nothing. Can. There's nothing there. Like, you know, you could just tell... There's nothing out there. It's like if you could uh, personify a gas station. That's what Ohio is like. It was just highways <laughs> like and a, truck like stops a, yeah. and Tim Hortons, and that was it. There was nothing to do. I mean, at least where I was, I was in Toledo. I heard actually Southern Ohio is like a little bit prettier, um, but where I was, it was it was terrible. By the way, just for the record, I would take that and just create a uh, like a a grand virtual world for myself in, in, inside. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, and become up. a hermit. A hyper Like, I live in Indiana. It's not all that different from Ohio. Like, if you gave me that much money and said I couldn't leave the state, I'd be like, 
You're right, right, I mean, sure. the fact that you can just never leave. Even if you like, yeah, want yeah. To, you like, can't leave. Like, oh, hey, we're yeah. having a meet up in uh, you know New Jersey. Not that we'd ever go to New Jersey. I just don't want to right. see New York. I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But in the VR chamber, who cares? I can be in space. <laughs> I don't. I don't need friends when I'm rich. Yes. All right. Question number two. This next one is a bit of a brain beater, guys. Warning you. So yeah, I I did have to give Vito some clarification on this one. So, um, no shame in asking questions. This is a real magician. You get the chance <laughs> to be analyzed by the great computer. Oh. The great computer, an all-knowing, all-powerful AI that is able to model your brain perfectly. After after he's... Sorry, I just re, rescaled it. After he's finished scanning your brain, you're presented with two boxes. Box A is transparent and contains $1,000. Box B is opaque and its contents are set by the great computer. If it has predicted that you will take both boxes... The box B will contain nothing. If, on the other hand, it's predicted that you take only box B, it contains one million dollars. Which box or boxes do you make? You take. Take. Your take. Sorry. You, you said take. make for a second. I was like, did I hear anything right? I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I posted a. I posted a. I'm gonna post in the podcast um, recording channel now. A quick decision tree that I built for Vito to help him make the decision. This is the first question I sent him today, and I didn't get an answer until like ten minutes ago. Okay, all right. I kind of see this little it just big took brain. Took me a little bit to get what so, the question was asking. And that, so the, the the computer has downloaded your brain. Presumably, it can think like you can, or right? Is that what the, I mean? This computer has looked at my brain. That is an assumption or you Vito's have to brain. make. Yes. Oh, okay. But, okay. I mean, it, it, so it the question says it's all knowing, all powerful, and it's able to model your brain perfectly. <sighs> And then it scans you. So that's all you know going into it. Uh, I really think mm. I know Vito on this one. I tell you what. No dumb robot can read his brain. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's not some fucking like uh, mechanical slave. I think okay. Vito's going for both boxes. All right. So you're saying A plus B. A plus B. It's just a fucking computer. He is he's not the victim in this situation. He doesn't have to worry about the I computer. You. Okay. Anybody else? Uh I also I agree with John, but I also think that uh Vito's an idiot and the ro the computer will predict that he's gonna pick both boxes, so he's getting nothing. So you think so you think A plus B but he gets nothing. Okay. Yes. Okay, A plus B gets nothing. I'll put that. Down. I think you sure. get the. I think you get the money if if that counts, Vito. Okay. <laughs> I no, I appreciate even if whatever whether John's correct or incorrect. I like what he's saying about me. He's saying good things. About <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I just right. ain't no victim. Uh, you know? Eric and Flask. <sighs> I understand why why it took him a while to think about this one. Because really, it's <laughs> it's it's like not because I'm dumb. No, no, no. Of course not. <laughs> Nobody said that. Nobody said that. Alright, just making sure. It's just, it's just, you know, it's about knowing yourself. Well, I'll explain my rationale when you, when everybody's... Computer dumb. I guess. Um, I'll say... Yeah, I, I, I think, uh... 
he takes he takes both and the computer knows that knows that he takes both okay gets nothing then so a plus b gets, gets nothing. nothing i think that would probably be my answer as well <laughs> okay is that everybody's final answer i want you to have the money veto I know what Vito, uh, so Vito's myself? answer, uh, Vito's answer yeah. was B. I just take B. I, I don't, maybe I still don't understand the question, but the way I was thinking was that this robot has analyzed my brain. He's downloaded me. Okay. And it knows what decision I'm going to make. And uh -huh. what I was thinking is if I take box B, alone and there's a million dollars in there so it's like if that's what i'm thinking that's what the robot's thinking so i'm just going to take box b and get a million dollars is there something wrong with my logic here i feel like this was like simpler ended up being like a simpler answer than i was originally so no, I this is i think <laughs> I so, so this, this this is the only question of the bunch where i think actually there is a correct answer and i think um the correct answer is what Vito said i'm a genius I'm not saying, I mean, yeah, that's like the, the simplest thing. I, in my head, I'm just thinking that Vito's not going to bow down to some stupid machine. You know, I don't let right. my toaster tell me what to do in the morning. No, you know what, John, so, though? But I, I'll take Box B, I'll get the million dollars, I'll buy the fucking robot. So, I'll smash that motherfucker. You're right, you're exactly. right. So I don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Vito knows this, but this question I think is a lot more simpler if you understand the context that um, this is a simplified version of what's known as Newcomb's Paradox, which is... Basically, this problem exactly, except in Newcomb's Paradox, the predictor who, quote-unquote, analyzed your brain is not necessarily all-knowing, all-powerful, all and doesn't necessarily modify your brain perfectly. So that predictor has an incentive to give you as, as little money as possible. So that, oh. that makes the game a lot more difficult. Um, but in this case, like, the twist, which Vito caught on to, was that I, I said it's an AI that's all-knowing and can model your brain perfectly. So like Vito said, if he is the kind of guy that will just pick box B, the computer will predict that and he'll get a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, why would I take, even if I were able to fool the computer saying I'm smarter than an all-powerful AI, which, you, look, I'll be honest, you guys know I'm not smarter than an all-powerful AI. Dude, don't say that. It's just a robot. I'm just being honest with you guys. <laughs> I, um, I, I think that's fair. I mean, no, no offense, Vito. You said it, not me. Here's my problem, right? So even if you, and I don't know anything about the brain, or science much in general, you know, uh, but if you had a scan of the brain, that doesn't include, like, consciousness, right? So how could you what? exactly know what a person is going to do, well, you know I mean, what I mean? If, you, oh, you, if, they're, if they're able to model your brain perfectly, that would have to include your consciousness, because... I think John's talking about, like, your, yeah, it's not just, like, a physical The indefinable model. spark of life. Yeah, AKA, that's what I'm saying, yeah, your free will. That's not like a. Well, I mean, I guess it probably is. Like I, a I, I guess. Thing. I guess the way that I understood it, the way I meant it to be taken, right, and I'm sorry if it wasn't, said, if this was unclear. But I was. But I imagine that like Vito comes up to this brain analyzer, and he jumps in it, and it downloads Vito's entire brain and history, all his memories and everything like that, up to okay. that point in time, like a snapshot of his brain, and then it takes that snapshot and asks 
what is he going to choose when given the, these two Bach? Like, yeah, when no, given this choice? That's more or less how I took it. I, I did feel like that okay. way. But I thought Vita would still think somehow he'd just fuck you to the computer. Like you know? <laughs> to, to, be, to, be, to be fair, like, Vita literally thought about this, like, all day. Which I was trying to tell you guys is, like, not a hint necessarily, but just to preface you, like, Vito thought about this way more than you guys are going to, so like, <laughs> he, he I, did I eventually kind of... get get to the correct answer. Well, I don't know. My first, because my first thought was like, oh, well, I'll just take box A. Your your original thought was to box. take, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, wait a second, it knows me, and I'm saying, I'm thinking I'll just take box B, so it's going to do that. Anyway, yeah, I, like, I like that John believes in, in humanity. Little... What if it, see, here's the thing, though. What if, and obviously not you, but what if it was a person who was like, a good and charitable person their whole life. They always try to do the right thing. Not that this is the wrong thing necessarily, but like it would be completely against their like uh, their code of character. Do you think they would be safe to grab the double box then? Fuck yeah, dude. But you know what? It's not worth. It's just an extra thousand dollars. Well, yeah, it's really yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. like not worth it. That's what I was. The thinking, thing. Yeah. The thing is, in, in this scenario with the all-knowing, all-powerful AI, like I think there is a lot of people who would argue that there's no scenario in which you would take both boxes and walk away with a million and one thousand dollars. Yeah. Like they're like the AI would just know you so well that it would know that you're not going to pick both those boxes. You know? But yeah, yeah, uh, true. and the original in the original variation of the game, obviously that's possible, right? Because the predictor isn't all knowing. Yeah, I'm also probably overestimating the 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 human the brain. My yeah, brain. Right. Let's uh, let's move on. That was a fun one. Alright, question number three. Second, I'm gonna get formatted for readability here. You die, and you find oh. yourself met at the pearly gates by none other than, by none other than Jesus Christ himself. He I tells you, welcome my son, for you have lived a good and virtuous life. You are welcome in my kingdom. However, you have another choice you can make if you wish. There's another place I can send you, but I know nothing about it. And no one who goes there is ever allowed to return. It's not hell, or even like hell, for I wouldn't send a good person to damnation. All, you, all I can tell you is that about 20% of the souls who come to my gates choose to go to this other place. Do you go to heaven, or do you go to the other place? Hmm. Well, first I want to state for all my Catholics <laughs> out there that Jesus I like, did not I like be Vito's... I like Vito's... Yeah. Mm, like you <laughs> just <laughs> <hear> the question. <laughs> I, I wonder what I'll do. <laughs> It's St. Peter that meets you at the gate. Jesus would never belittle himself enough to go down there. <laughs> yeah, get your fucking facts straight, Andy. Uh, I'm sorry. Man, I... Burn in hell forever. <laughs> thinking out loud here, I think that you would go to heaven. Because my understanding is heaven is like the perfect paradise for you. So whatever the other place is, it couldn't be as good as heaven. Yeah, heaven it kind of depends perfect. on what kind of heaven we're talking about here, right? Well, that's like true. First thing Vito, I Vito, Vito asked the <laughs> same question. I told him, don't think about it too much. Just like traditional Christian heaven, angels and whatnot. And that, that's uh, pretty much all I told uh, him. Now that one sounds laboring as shit. Some fucking... Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say... <laughs> some pasty... Like, hang on, hang on. I did, hang on. I also said... I also said... Transcendental and eternal joy for all time. Yeah, like, that's, that's pretty solid. Eternal joy. <laughs> he's, he's going yeah, to I, 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 heaven. I think he's going to heaven. I think he he's maybe he'd think about it. He'd like the other place. That could be anything, but it just heaven. Make it's heaven. You know, it's supposed to be the yeah the tops. All right. It'd be funny if he did get there though, and it was just pasty dudes playing harps all over the place, and he was like, "This place <laughs> fucking 
This is oh. fucking lame. Because I'm gonna try to rationalize here. It's, <laughs> so it's not like he it's not hell or like hell, but that leaves a lot of possibilities. It, it doesn't have to be like torturous. It could be Ohio. It could be so many different things. Well, the twenty percent right. of humanity like that decides on this. But he said it's not this. like hell, so it ain't Ohio. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Got him. We really need to really on this podcast. I'm going to be the odd one out. I'm going to say he picks the other option. Oh, he, he does like to travel. He does like other to travel, place. so maybe he'll be like... <laughs> you guys keep bringing <laughs> 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 I don't think that counts here. Like, nah, hey, I'm, still, I'm sticking with heaven. That's like wrong, the but, only you know. part of Vito. I'm like, he likes to travel. Do you guys know anything about me? God. Yeah, yeah you take pictures, you like to travel, and you like to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I hear talking a lot about traveling, and I hear talk about heaven much, so. <laughs> is that it? All right, Eric. I need, no, I need yeah. Eric's answer. I, I, I agree. Heaven. Heaven it is. All right. Um, so after much deliberation, well, not as much as question two, but uh, Vito actually eventually ended up arriving at the other place. Job, Sorry, Eric. dude. No, you I, deserve it. I knew Vito. He likes so, to travel. Like to travel. Now he's really Andy. Read what? the next sentence. I like to travel. Let's hear the logic behind this one. Okay. So did you say? Did you say I like to travel after that? I yeah, I said I read, read the next sentence. I like to travel. I'm joking. <laughs> um, the logic was first off. I like. I'm. I'm just happy. This question assumed that I'm going to heaven when I die. <laughs> um, but so the thing was, I was like, all right. I think I'm going with heaven because eternal joy and whatnot like you can't you're gonna you're gonna have a good time okay but then he's but then jesus oh says God. he says it's not hell or even like hell so then i'm thinking okay if if it's anything but eternal joy that's basically hell right imagine being stuck for eternity somewhere that's not as good as heaven because you made the wrong decision that's right. fucking that's hell so i'm like no, no. So mm. i okay. i would I mean, this other well, place... They, he literally said, it's not hell, though, so it couldn't be. Right, he said, it's not hell or even like hell. So for me, if I went to some place that wasn't as good as heaven, and I would be thinking about that the whole time, like, damn, I made the wrong choice, you know? Um, so that means that it's got to be even better than heaven. It's like a fucking super heaven. So that's my logic. All right, so well, then tell me what cops eternal joy in salvation, Vito. Go ahead. <laughs> no, double, double eternal joy. See, that's here's what I just... The smallest Vito brain of the all way, time. The way I framed it, or I didn't... I, I don't think I told you this before you answered, but the way I would frame it is that, like, imagine you have two video games in front of you, and you know... And this is a bit... It's not a great analogy. I know it's not a great analogy, but just imagine the feeling that you would get, right? You would imagine you have two video games in front of you, and you know you would enjoy your time with either game you play, right? So you have to have a choice to make between game A and game B, and eventually, for whatever reason, you settle on game A and you have a great time. But you know, looking back, did it actually matter whether you chose game A or game B if you knew that both of them would be a good time? And this is kind of similar in the sense that, like, you know, heaven is transcendental joy and eternal joy or whatever. And I'm not saying the other place is better. But well, I think Vito's rationale is kind of solid that, like, you know it's not worse. Like, it can't be measurably worse than heaven. Well, well, no, Vito's I think, logic sounds like it's going against you. I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Vito, Vito, no, Vito no, no. No, no, no. Vito's saying that he'll know the other place has to be better than heaven because it would be hell knowing he didn't pick the other pick. So he's saying if he didn't pick that other video game, he would be pissed off. Cause, right. Yeah, yeah, so I guess... Oh, yeah. That's fair. The opposite. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I just like the magician one last time. I think this is a. It or small, it could be small it could, it, the places could be equal. Like I was thinking, it's more likely that it's just if like, it's going to be equal, why wouldn't you just go to heaven then? What? <laughs> <laughs> and here's an alternative veto. Okay, it's it's not a place that you can even comprehend. Uh, it's like an alien version of the afterlife that you could never fully understand because it's so foreign to your way of thinking. So you're spending the rest of eternity trying to puzzle out what the fuck is going on. No, but that sounds like hell, though. I think no, more but like you're, you're not. Like, you're. I'm saying I think, it's I, literally I think you guys so think about it too much. Well, well, I think Greg, I think the problem I think Greg is, hit the hit the nail on the head when he said Vita likes to travel. I think the problem I think here literally is literally all it is. Nah, you defined heaven as a place of eternal joy, and whatever. But we didn't define Vito's taking hell as an abstract, like this is hell because I'm not in heaven. Yeah, but, but I have you don't understand. But I have hell, huge it should be a physical. Aversion. Mm, I don't know. This is another magician thing all over. I'm disappointed oh, in Alien Afterlife. <laughs> That's all I'll say. In Alien Afterlife, you're orgasming constantly. What was that? What? What? I'm disappointed in you. Dude, I'm... Think about the people who chose the 20% place. They're yeah, the retards. So much They're actual retards. <laughs> you and a bunch of actual it's like Elon mentally Musk. John, people. John, are you really surprised that Vito didn't choose the option to be just a little bit cooler than everybody in heaven? <laughs> like a private, private club. This one's actually 20, we, 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 we call each other 20 percenters. Well, we put it that way. We're like All the 20 right, percenter right, club. We're like, man, Let's, imagine being one of those idiots to pick heaven. Gosh. It's so crazy because in con well, this is in contrast to the last question where you said the easy answer is B, million dollars. Let's just take it. But this one, you just you took you took the complete sideline. You're like, all right, let's take the one that's not the easy answer, <laughs> just because. I think my logic pretty pretty sturdy. I think uh, worst case scenario, it's probably just heaven, but everyone's got like one extra finger. Like that's you know like they're. They're probably not that different. I Maybe want just, the next or like, I want the next question. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next question. question. Let's, never, let's never bring this one up again. All right. Uh, question number four. Bad news. On your latest trip on the subway, you brush against a demonic artifact. You've been cursed. Hey, you, you have to select one video game that you've played and enjoyed to race from the world forever. Even worse, these changes cascade such that if you were to remove the first game in a series, all sequential games will follow. This includes, to an extent, games heavily inspired by that game. What game do you choose? This is games. It's just like this game. was a nice effort to make sure we're. This is still a video game podcast. I appreciate that, Andy. I feel like yeah, this is the of course. Most, I feel like of all the questions, this is the hardest one to answer. I so think the, the way I'm, the way I'm going to handle this is this that this one was the hardest if, one actually. If on the first round nobody gets it right, uh, I'm going to tell Vito to give everybody a hint, and we're going to do a second round. Oh, Does this have to be a game he likes, or just any? It's a game that he's played and enjoyed. Okay, okay. So here, here's here's my logic, right? Either either he picked a game that will have little to no impact if it's gone, or he picked a game that he liked, but he didn't like what happened because the game came out. I'm gonna go out, put my answer down right now. GTA. Take GTA, away GTA oh that none of us ever met. We're not doing this dumbass game right now. <laughs> okay. We're all free. Oh he set us free. All right. All right. Who else? Vito doesn't play. Vito doesn't play games. I'm gonna say Rainbow Six. Oh my god. Okay. Greg is saying Rainbow Six. Okay. Eric and Flask, any answer from the two of your friends? 
Um, oh, jeez. <sighs> so many games. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, Halo Reach, because that was the last one that he actually enjoyed, and it eliminates all the subsequent games in the Halo. Ooh, oh, that's that's a great Ooh, answer. Not a bad answer. Not a bad answer. That is a good answer. Eric. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Fortnite. Just just wait. I don't actually know. Vito probably didn't enjoy that game or play that game. No, that's like no, no. Never mind. Uh, I was gonna say I didn't even think about problem, that. The problem right. is I don't know what games Vito has played or enjoyed. That is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's, this is the one that separate. Like this is the thing. You know, this isn't this isn't supposed to be easy. You're getting into his yeah. brain here. This is uh, deciding who knows Vito brain and who doesn't. And honestly, I, honestly I'm a that last question, I don't Michio's even want answer. the trophy anymore. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna I'm gonna hop on the Call of Duty train. Uh, trying to think. Ooh. I'll say I'll say <laughs> Modern Warfare Two. Let's divide in the have who's with the who haves. And all right, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. And uh, Vito's answer was GTA Five. Oh, <laughs> so I'll give that to, I'll give I'll give that to John. John didn't but specify I, GTA, but it was definitely the closest to. Sure, the the answer. but I think my answer is radically different from what John's implying. With if you yeah. if you think I if you if you think I should give John a half a point, I will. I think that's a half point, kind of. Okay. I, I I feel like well now that I know the answer is it more so because GTA the started the, the shark card shit show. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, it's a good answer. Uh, I think yeah. it's I, I, generous to give him a half point, but, but the answer is really <clears> completely. Also, completely though, different. I think if. I think if you didn't give John a point and then had us go again, nobody would guess any GTA game. Right. Well, that was yeah. that was kind of why I needed to stop it. Yeah. 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 Hey, so broken crock right twice day. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'll give John. I'll give John half a point. I agree. It's maybe a little generous, but I think he was. Cl- I mean, he was close enough. He got the right answer. franchise. I guess he's right. wrong because I love my friends, but he's right with the. Franchise. I'm right for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Right. Um, this was the hardest question because if I get rid of GTA Five, um, that's a great answer though. By the way, I, I might save Red Dead Redemption 2's online, but but you I might m- also prevent it from being made. Red Dead Redemption Two is like probably the most expensive game ever made. That's true. Uh, and released, and I doubt it would have been as nice or at least as expensive had high of a budget. In other words, if it weren't riding on the haunches of like how it, incredibly profitable GTA Five was. So yeah. For this one, I, I was really just trying to think of a game mechanic that I think is ruining games. And at first, I was like, oh, loot boxes. But you know what? I think we all get a little enjoyment out of loot boxes. There's nothing, like, wrong as long as they're not... All I get is content. frustration is out of every loot box I've ever opened. Yeah. Uh, my... I've learned to... I mean, it would be nicer if that stuff was just in the game. Take uh, Siege, uh, for example, dude. Well, no, uh, there's got to be a line. Like, obviously, they can't put everything for free. I get it. Like, it'd be nice if you saw in games just when the game released with a healthy selection of stuff that you had to choose from, and then from sure. then on, everything else was loot boxes. But overall, loot boxes, whatever, yeah, they're, they're there. But, but Done the right way, like Overwatch, Siege, I mean, there are bad ones. They're but, usually you know. just cosmetic, which yeah, overall, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't really care too much. I agree. Um, but yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five Cross Line and Red Dead Redemption 2 multiplayer, where they're locking content... Um, not locking content, but you're, they're making you grind for content after I paid for the game. 
that's just the most frustrating thing in video games for me. I gotta warn you, Vito. In tampering with the GTA Five timeline, you're inviting the paramilitary to still be here. Oh, he's right. Oh no. Insane yet, gaming is bigger than ever. <laughs> oh, <no>. Mortal <laughs> gaming also. All right, let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> is this the last question? No, no we got a uh, three oh, more. We got three more. Oh wow. Oh, you're just already, entering my brain's the... already getting fried. I can't keep up. Ohio has decided to approach you with another <laughs> offer. Oh no! You get a you get a check for <laughs> half a billion, and you can't leave the state. However, they're willing to give you free domain to rule a city as you wish. You get to choose the laws and settle the rules. Do you take their offer? <laughs> oh my God! Can see Vito rule with an iron fist. I'd be so proud. I'm gonna say no dice. I'm yeah, no dice. Me. No dice. It's still Ohio, baby. But damn, if that was not tempting, you know? You could have people <laughs> make, they do crazy stuff. And they I imagine Vito was like. <sighs> He was about to grab for it. He's like, oh. And then he heard fucking John like, don't do it. It's Ohio. It's shit. <laughs> what if, what if, but what if he made new New York and it was like a recreation uh, you know of what? New York? Little Italy. You know what? I'm going to say Vito is going to choose to rule over a city in Ohio like Cincinnati and transform it into a better New York. That's, yeah, All right. right. So you're going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> I'm on the edge, after, and I'm still gonna say no. It's still Ohio. Dude, I definitely oh, saying yeah. no. Eric, no, the, the fact that, that he can't leave is is still that's that's gonna stop him from doing it. I'm saying no. All right, let me. Uh, is that everybody's final answer? Fine. Yeah, he's gonna make uh, new New York, Ohio. All right, Vito's answer is still no. Seriously, leave me alone, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but think about it, you know. Gajillion dollars. It's fucking think about Ohio. It. You could rule them. They, could, they, could, they, could call, they would call you Governor today. Como. I don't want you could to make me them. anything. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want Ohio. <laughs> but Vito, but Vito, you could you could create a new empire in that state and make it better than New York ever was. That's uh. A great chef can't make a good meal out of shit ingredients. I don't know. That's the first metaphor that came to my mind. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good metaphor. Yeah, that's, man. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I like that metaphor, man. You're still, you know, even if you were to make New York, they're still Ohio citizens. You know what I mean? They're not going to have that flavor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, you could have cur There's nothing rampaging through your city, dude. There's nothing saying that people can't move there from outside, though. So he, import he imports them from New York. <laughs> he imports like people from New York. He, he ships people out of Ohio who were living there already. Dude, wouldn't that be crazy? Like, states around there start getting reports of people going missing, and he's, like, oh kidnapping them. <laughs> Oh my God, Vito! What what he have you done? He sets the rules. He sets the rules. He's a Kurt would be my uh, Kurt and Kyle would be my my uh, my evil Island. military captains. I like, can already basically tell like you. my Gestapo leaders General. or whatever. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt would not do that because he'd be like, uh, "Make me your uh, ninja commander, please, and then I'll do it." That's fine. I would yeah, you know I'd let him wear his little outfit. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> Makes him happy. All right, fellas, let's move on. The next question. This one, I think, is going to be one of the ones that really separates those who uh, those who understand Vito and those who don't, maybe. I don't. I actually don't know his rationale for this answer. So, you are entering a ring of death with an opponent. You, as the reigning champion, get the choice of a weapon. You may choose either a knife or a baseball bat, knowing that your opponent gets the other weapon. What do you choose? Why does this question seem familiar? Uh, I may have taken that from someone that you might be familiar with. 
Okay. The knife uh, and bear thing. Oh, knife fuck. and bear, dude, that's tough. Mm. I for I want to say my initial leaning is towards the bat. Wait a second. I'm kind of on we the We talked same... about this before, like the range yeah. aspect or something. Yeah, I think I think this is maybe something we've talked about before. <laughs> I don't know if Vito was there though for that question. Bats I don't remember. I was gonna say I'm very. I could see Vito beating in a man's head with a bat. Also, and Vito's kind of. You know what? I'm gonna say bat because Vito's a tall guy, and so he's already got reach. You know what I'm saying? Dude, bat, I think bat for the extended range. Yeah, I'm saying bat because a bar owner with a bat, dude. I makes see sense. Uh -huh. All right. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I have to agree with that. All right, uh, Vito said knife. Oof. Oh. <laughs> okay, but uh, so no, my no, first could, reaction was the same as all yours, and I, I thought about it for a while, and then I think I switched to knife. I don't know. I think my reasoning was just, I guess it it, it all depends on how like dexterous I believe I am, but I think. If you're good enough with the knife, it beats the bat. I mean, you could grab a bat, you know. But you got to ask yourself though: Are you good enough with the knife? I mean, I don't know. I would have. God, I hope I am. I dude, mean, this one, this one is reasonable. I can see it going either way. I can see that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I just, don't I don't, dude, life. I can see it better in my head. Vito, fucking, someone's causing shit in the bar, and he's pulling out a. I've done that before. Bat. Here's the thing, dude. I would be more. I'm assuming this is a fighting knife, you know, a, a sizable knife. I, I'd probably be more afraid of someone with a knife than a bat. Oh, like a, bat a, like a Bowie knife? Up, like... The thing is, the bat, I think you get one good hit. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. close in the distance, you know, but... Just keep smashing their fists with the knife. I was thinking that the guy with the bat is going to tire out real quick because he's got to swing a big bat. All I got to do is right. kind of dodge it, or I could even grab the bat. Like, that, nothing's going to stop me from... Just spin in a 360, you know? Hit with the knife? Yeah, just do the whirlwind. Yeah. Both hands. You could just cut the bat in half. You could even throw a knife if you're good enough. You, you could. Know? Well, yeah, I'm but not saying I can. You, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, did, I did own throwing knives. I, I did practice that a little all right, bit. Hey, all right, I'm fine with this one. Yeah. Bash their shins with the bat. But I, I did go bat first, and then. All I right, boys. We've ended, we're going to end this one on a big one. You are inside a very peculiar rock club, for whatever reason. The manager of the club demands that all his musical acts must take an extensive IQ test before he allows them to perform. Tonight, there are two acts on the bill, and they coincidentally share the same band name, The Industry Standard. Both bands are alleged to be awesome. Sadly, you only have one hour to spend at the club due to another obligation, and the intermission between the two acts is very long, so you can't watch both. You ask the manager which version of The Industry Standard you should watch. I have no idea, he says, but I'll tell you this. The first band had the highest test scores I've ever seen anywhere. Each member of the band is technically a genius. One guy scored higher than Einstein. Conversely, the bands playing second had some of the worst scores ever recorded. One <laughs> member might actually be illiterate. However, I halfway suspect they were all drunk and mocking the entire process. I couldn't tell for sure. Which version of the industry standard do you choose to see? So I guess we'll just say simply smart or dumb. Well, I know Vito loves Einstein. I don't love yeah. Einstein. I just hate magicians. Well, you hate I was, real magic. I was really uh, tempted to put one guy scored higher than a <laughs> than a magician who uses real magic, but you just think, I didn't man, want to Vito's, fuck up the question. Uh, Vito's a man of the people. You know, and I'm sure the geniuses maybe they can do. Maybe they got some uh, incredible music theory, and maybe they're playing some real uh, technical rock, but. Uh, I think Vito's going with the the simple folk. All right, dumb. 
Oh, that's not what I said, but you know. <laughs> All right, uh, Greg, flask Eric. Fuck, dude. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta think, dude. Because I'm starting to slightly lean with John again, and I fucking don't want it. <laughs> I know your that, own man, Greg. I know that Vito wasn't fond of uh, nerds. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with dumb. But he did pick Einstein, though. He did, he pick, did Einstein, pick Einstein, but also I'm gonna stick with the fucking dumb, dumb idiots with good music. We're we're at a match point here. So see that the problem is how you guys there's nothing in this question actually about the quality of the music or genre or anything. It says they're like both that. awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Both they're bands both are, awesome, are so. They're both alleged to be awesome. Alleged. But I mean, like, there's no there's no discrepancy there, so it kind of doesn't matter. Uh, right. Sure. But how does Back. the how does the intelligence factor inform the genre or style? Because I'm thinking like I'm thinking like Devo for the the high IQ band and like I could see some that. punk band for or like Dream the Theater. people who don't care and are drunk. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or Dream Theater. Uh, I think Vito would go dumb for the music itself. Like he'd he'd realize that okay. the music would probably be more to his taste. Eric, see, I was thinking that Vito would hate the idea of of having uh, an IQ test to to play at a club, and so I, I think I think just the just the fact that they mentioned that maybe that band. Um, was mocking the test makes him side with them. So I'm also going to say dumb. Okay. Nice thought. All right. Is that everybody's final answer? And keep in mind, I'm not trying to sway anybody here, but this is the match point. Yeah, I got to keep it, yeah, dude. I know I can't win doing it this way, but... this. <laughs> All right. Uh, hang on a second. The, the question actually clipped out of the box. Or his answer clipped out of the box for me, but he said, band number one are posers. Yeah. Band number two is punk as fuck. So he didn't actually answer the question, but I'm pretty sure he was saying that. <laughs> he, he, he said basically what I said, is that they're probably a punk band who are just like mocking yeah. and drunk. No, you you pretty much got it exactly correct, Flask, yeah. to my understanding. And I do, my favorite genre of music is punk rock, so. And I actually really don't enjoy bands where they're, uh, I don't know, like, like Coming up with complicated arrangements. And, yeah, and, it's, it's, too it's fancy. Or, yeah. yeah. For like the sake of doing it. You don't like math rock? All Actually, right, I guys. do kind of like math rock, but... Trailing in last place, we have Flask with two points. In That's third impossible. place... <laughs> in third place, we have Eric with an impressive three points. In second place, our former Vito Brain, oh! John, with three and a half points... <laughs> And first place is Greg with four points. The new Vito brain. I finally did it. I cracked Vito's little egg brain. Congratulations, job, Greg. Greg. Uh, Here's problem. I gotta stop answering first. You know, I gotta, I gotta let everyone else dude, answer and then sweep in with the uh, real answer. I almost I mean, that last one. I was like, nah, dude. I almost did it. I almost. I was, was thinking. If Greg had went smart, John would have won again. I, I was, I was kind of expecting that to happen there. Uh, I'm not even upset. The, the heaven question was so insane. <laughs> the man I think my logic doesn't was even make solid. sense. The man likes to travel, John. I suppose. Yeah, Ohio didn't stand a chance. We all know that. No, Ohio is... Uh, sorry, Ohio. 
uh, you know, I thought, I'll be honest, when I gave you the question, the first one was supposed to be an easy one. So I thought, I'll hide and stand a chance. I thought the second offer, though, that's pretty second compelling. One, I did think about How it. How fast did he answer five? Instantaneous. Oh, uh, pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even think about it. Okay. How fast did he answer the heaven one? Uh, he day. took some thinking on that one. That was the problem. Yeah, when maybe I, I ought to restrict it so that Vito has to answer it quickly or something no. like that. Look, but, I want to uh, congratulate Greg. I don't want to take anything away from him. But, no, <laughs> as as always, I just want to say you you guys will never ever ever truly understand my my patchwork of a of a brain. And, uh, patchwork is actually a pretty really fair descriptor. The more game, the more you games try. you play, the more I I don't think I want to. You know, dude, I was <laughs> I was really thinking you were gonna pick uh, Siege for some reason. I was like, Siege. I wasn't. I don't know, oh, dude. I was Siege like. Well, I was like, ah, oh, he's got to pick a game he likes. I didn't really even think of, uh, I didn't even think of GTA. Like, GTA just didn't even, like, click I, in my head. So I'll be honest, I, I think if, uh, I'll be honest, I think if, oh, you lost by half a point, sorry. Yeah, you lost by half a point. That GTA answer almost got you there. I was going to say, I think if Vio, I I'm not saying GTA 5 is a bad answer for that no, question. No, but it wasn't the right answer. It wasn't the right reason. You're right. I mean, it, would I mean, it was the right answer, oh, but it's not the spirit of the game, you know? Oh, no, sorry. I was saying, I don't know, or I'm not saying that Vito's answer is a bad answer, but I, th oh. I, I could I could plausibly have seen Vito arrive at Modern Warfare 2 or Reach. Well, I don't know why you guys thought Reach. Yeah, the I Reach kind of th threw yeah. me off. I didn't know Vito didn't like the other one. I mean, I didn't Well, really well it's kind of like, I no, think no, no, Flash no. Took, it, took it one of the ways that I thought, which is like, okay, he has to get rid of a game. Like, he has no yeah. choice. So oh, he wants okay. to minimize the damage. So he oh, picks a series yeah. that he doesn't really care about anymore, but he, like, picks gotcha. the last game that he really enjoyed just because he technically Ooh. has to pick. Do you know what I was going to pick, oh. if not Siege? I was going to pick Gears. Gears five or Gears four, I mean, sorry. But did has did he enjoy those? I, I was wondering what I would say if he had picked Gears five because that's I, why you guys will never get my brain. I was thinking bigger than that. I was thinking how can I do video games good? Yeah, yeah, I knew that in a subconscious level. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on into the outro, the episode. Everybody, thank you for joining us on this extra long episode, extra special episode of the. Coronavirus podcast, broken campfire, broken coronavirus uh, podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to Vito Brain. Uh, congratulate Greg on Twitter at Garquin93 on his recent victory and his new trophy. He is the new Vito Brain. Um, and he's also kind of a lonely guy. He he likes uh, compliments I'm, and everything. I love compliments. Uh, He's 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 got some fruit on his Animal Crossing trees. I right hear that he wants to wants to spread around. Um, yeah, I sure do. I, I need apples. They're like uh, precious gold to me now. No one wants to give me apples. And if that's not enough, Greg, for you, why don't you go to our YouTube page at youtube.com/slash/brokencampfire and watch Greg and Flask uh, beat through Resident Evil Revelations. Uh, you guys have finished that, right? Have you guys uploaded the final video and everything? No, oh. it's uh, it's in the process of editing and uploading. Did you cool, anything? just like Please. just like with that final Fatal Frame video, right? Uh, I'm gonna cut that, so uh, you can just shut up now about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, every now and then we'll read your questions aloud on air, and if you wanna <laughs> have your questions read aloud, you can send them to 
uh, at Garkwin 93 on Twitter, or actually better yet, um, brokencampfire at gmail.com. And uh, finally, if you enjoyed this episode, recommend us to your gaming friends. You know, Tell us why our podcast is better than all theirs with uh, actual paid journalists who uh, spend all day doing what they do and why our crew of uh, has-beens is more interesting more entertaining and give us a five out of five that reflects exactly that on itunes so uh that being said uh in memory of uh Vito's cracked brain greg our new Vito brain why don't you send us out into the outro hey everyone have a good night actually hold on i have a new one hold on cut it there cut it there no don't cut it there don't cut it there, I said. Hold on. Cut the check. That's it. <laughs>